Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 289. Uh, we're missing MVG Max and Click. Click is still fighting through the Death Stranding moving situation, so she'll... I'm hoping she's back next week. She's been going through it. So make sure you, make sure you uh, stop by and, and send some well wishes on Twitter. Um, but Max uh, had a few things to do, and then MVG as well. But I, I believe MVG will be back next week to uh, account for the Silent Hill Spins. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, you know, actually, that might be why he's not here. Never mind. I, I wouldn't show up. That's what I was saying. He, I show up show up he said he didn't feel good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna rest. Feel I don't good feel good. You resting at fucking six p.m. Is that is that what's going on, buddy? He's a bit older. Yeah, that's true. Well, his dinner we, still at have, we still have a bunch of people here to talk about a ton of video. a lot of stuff happened this week in terms of game releases and there's a lot of news and we're not even able to get to all of it i didn't even add any of the cma stuff and i know you guys are all about that oh, oh yeah so, country <laughs> music awards i love the country music awards country music i think awards. reba mcintyre won again jolie jolie oh well, i guess they're not i guess that they, well they're they you said they won again they're definitely not on the yankees then let's uh let's Ooh. let's go. not on the sixers either my boy Oh, man, Ooh. that's true. That's true. Well, hopefully well, hopefully the Phillies can, can close it out here in Sixers a couple of days. Sixers are trash. Nobody cares pros. about the They're damn Sixers. They are trash. You're telling about the Sixers after the 49ers got Christian McCaffrey and the Phillies are fighting <laughs> to try to go up 3-1. Tell it? me you, about you, Christian McCaffrey. You think the Sixers can hurt me right now, Sean? Tell me about Christian McCaffrey. That's, that's California right there. That's, that's tell, right. Stanford. Let me oh, tell you something. Sean, so all yeah. of a sudden... He did the it was the Homer meme where he just creeps back into the bushes after the Mets lose and then comes back out as a Knicks fan. <laughs> OK, I've always been a Knicks fan. I, I said during the year I was watching some Mets games. I was like, who do I root for? The Mets or the Yankees? I was oh, like, well, if the Mets win this game, I, will root for them. I don't I don't care. I don't care about baseball like that. Nate's a I don't know. And Nate, you heard he was talking that trash with the subway series when the Mets swept them. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, he, he told oh, because there was no football or basketball, real sports. There was no fucking yeah, real but, sports on. You're real really sport. being loud about the Giants this year, man. You were kind of quiet yeah. about the Giants the past couple years. You've been, no, no, you've been, always, been quiet. Now all of a sudden you're talking a lot now. There, there ain't been shit to talk about with the Giants. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's go around here. We have Jordan Fringe with us tonight. Yeah. Good to have Jordan here. Glad to be here. Uh, I feel like of all the games we have to talk about today, I am the only one who remembered this game was coming out uh, because true. no one's talking about New Tales from the Borderlands, uh, the sequel to the Telltale game, Tales from the Borderlands. And uh, just because I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who played it here on the cast. Um, it visually is a lot better than Tales from the Borderlands, but it suffers from the problems of Borderlands 3 with the really bad writing so far. Uh, the characters are a lot less memorable than the original game's characters, and uh, I haven't beat it yet, obviously, but so far, not really digging the main characters and uh, how their their dialogue options are. Feels so like far. that would really hurt the, the, the solely narrative-driven experience. It's it's definitely <laughs> been like, okay, that's, that's a way to say things. Uh, I don't know. It's, um, I haven't beaten it yet, but yeah, in case you forgot, hey, it's out because there was no promotion for it. It just showed up at my door. and I was like, oh, yeah, that's out. Cool. I had no idea it was coming out. Thank you, Jordan. I, yeah. I appreciate it. Thank Glad you. To be Thank you. <laughs> Let me go over to Sean, RGC85. I will reveal that Sean has does indeed have a Knicks room for people asking in the chat. He does. Uh, he doesn't watch any Knicks games in the Knicks room, though. There is no. a TV in there. He just it's doesn't not watch as nice it. of a TV. It's mm. not as nice. But you know what? That TV probably 
has an app for NBA League Pass. So I got League Pass today, and I was like, okay, I'll download the app on this $2,000-plus-dollar LG television I have. No, LG doesn't have the NBA TV app, so I'm having to go through my Xbox Series X to play it, but it probably has an app, so maybe I'll watch some games on there. How much was the League Pass? 100 bucks. Oh, wow, That's really? bad, yeah. Because I, I was looking it up. I was like, man, there's all these games on tonight. Knicks don't play till Monday. I want to watch something. And it was like $100 for the whole season. I was like, God do you, damn, sign me do you up. you buy it online? Do you just like Yeah, you just go on NBALeaguePass.com or whatever the website is, and then you can put it on like any device, like your, your fucking mm. phone, tablet, computer, Xbox. pick that up. Yeah, dude, it's it's legit. Um, No, it's, it's been it's been a good week. You know, Um, some um some receipts were handed out. The oh. Knicks won their home opener, and my car maintenance bill was less than I thought it was going to be. So I'm a happy boy. Okay. Good week. Good week. Good. Good. We have we have OJ Player Essence holding up, of course. The the yeah. pre-show. Pre-show was great. Broke a record, most viewers. So that was fun. Uh, shout outs to everybody that came through for that. Um, and yeah, it's been a, it's been a very interesting week, you know. And I'm excited to talk some games. A lot of cool releases that came out, and because uh, maybe I won't talk about it later. I don't know for how much we're talking about Persona Five, but they are giving out records for it. Look at that, the vinyl for it. Wow, the, the vinyl record. The music in Persona Five is awesome. So everybody, go play yeah. Persona Five. It doesn't matter what system you're planted on. Go pick it up. It's on Xbox Game Pass. It yeah. is. P- PS5, you don't get a free upgrade, but PS5, but yes, I just want to shill Persona 5 real quick because yep. it's fantastic on any system. It's great on Switch too, so yeah. Hashtag right. game. Good stuff. We have Nate, Nate the Hates here, walking in like Vince McMahon. Actually, two reasons. Well, well, I guess we can talk about them. But yeah, uh, a lot of stuff happened this week that kind of uh, kind of lined up with, with a lot of stuff Nate's been saying. So shout out to Nate. Good to have him here. Yes, it's a good week. Silent Hill finally happened. Unfortunately, the Yankees continue to lose, so that kind of dampers the moment a bit because Uh, Aaron Boone is a terrible manager and he deserves to be fired at the conclusion of the ALCS, as well as Brian Cashman. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. And then we have Evan, and Evan will actually will be able to uh, put have some have some say with the game release because I think he may have almost marathoned that game. (laughs) So did finish it at four in the morning. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) that's how you know it's good. You finish it at four in the morning. All right, very cool, very cool. So I guess had a bunch of games to go over. Game game uh, releases happened. We also had the Silent Hill reveal along with the the showcase there that happened, and we had another look at Resident Evil Four Remake, which looks awesome we go over that and we had the bayonetta 3 controversy i feel like it's wrapped up so since we covered it when it was still kind of early on with uh bits of information here and there i thought we'd wrap it up um with all the all the info that's out there currently evan do we want to start with a discord question with nintendo still showing interest in bomberman think we'll get bomberman 64 with online oh wouldn't that be konami right mm-hmm. yeah that would be konami i i mean nintendo and konami obviously would collaborate for that to bring it to the yeah. online. i mean why not I think that'd be cool. Online support, sure. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, we kind of know what we're getting until E3 next year, basically, right? Like, that's the, the schedule's kind of in place. So we, we wouldn't find out until Does he like, mean halfway through next year. Bomberman 64? Yeah, like on the, the, I guess the online, the expansion pass. Yeah, okay, yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if they're just going to announce another batch of games at, uh, at E3, basically, next year, which... We kind of line up with where their schedule is currently because everyone basically assumes GoldenEye is happening next month at this point. So, 
You got you have another one four seven. This one's a little specific. What do you guys do, not RGT, when you get stuck on an enemy in an RPG without clear indication of what to do to beat them? What do I what do I do if it's if it's open enough and it's an RPG? I just go and grind until I can overpower you just, it. Yeah, <laughs> you just grind until you until you overpower it. That's that's almost always the the answer is just level up. Yeah, I'll, I'll put on a podcast or something or watch a show and just grind away until you're strong enough to destroy it by brute force. Even if there's some logical way of doing it, just brute force the thing. Yeah. That's me, though. That's what I'll do. I don't mind grinding in RPGs. I don't think it's bad. I like how they just left you out of that completely. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I don't know what that was. I guess you said something. <laughs> uh, all right, that's fine. Let's see. What game do we want to start with? Uh... I'm going to start. We'll start with Gotham Knights just to get out of, that out of the way because it's the one I've played the least, even though I'm like three and a half hours into it. It's also the one I've enjoyed the the. Well, no, I can't say that because their Alan Wake came out as well. Mm. But uh, Gotham Knights started Alan, it up. Alan uh, Wake kind of saved that launch then a little bit, just a little. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, like I said, about three and a half hours mm. of Gotham Knights. It is horrendously average, unfortunately, but I will say something good about it. The opening cutscene was awesome, and it set up the story with Batman getting killed and all of this. That, that was actually pretty cool opening. I picked Red Hood to start. He is definitely like the heavy of the group. He's not as agile, I assume, as like Nightwing and Robin and Batgirl, but he like he lands, it, you know, has a big crashing noise, and he's this big guy that walks around, Jason Todd. Uh, and the problem I have mostly with the game is the, the combat just is does not click at all. And maybe it's because I'm thinking of the old Batman games like the Arkham style. It's just nothing flows together very well. And it's just slow. It's very slow. So when you do your chain attacks and you're trying to work stuff together, it's everything just feels like it's underwater, unfortunately. And part of that is probably the 30 frames. But I just think the combos don't like run together very well like uh with red hood you have ranged attack into melee so instead of always shooting them with a the gun he will take the gun and punch you in the face with his gun and it just it does it hasn't felt like it combos together well unfortunately the animations are cool like if you counter one he'll grab them and basically power bomb them out of the air so like something like that looks cool and then traversal around the town so far around arkham or i'm sorry um gotham has been you basically can just shoot to any point you want with a grappling hook and it's pretty forgiving, but I'd rather just be gliding everywhere if I could. Um, it's uh, unfortunate because then you get to the customization and that's confusing with the menus where you're trying to build out your weapons and armor. And I haven't even been able to grasp exactly what I'm doing half the time. So the main loop that I'm in right now is go out, find bad guys, beat them up, collect magnifying glass symbols. It fills up a meter and then you get a clue for your next part of the main story. And I think it's like rinse and repeat. That's three and a half hours of my impressions on Gotham Knights. It has not. You haven't used anybody else. <laughs> no, I just no. been using Red Hood. I'm like, I'll stick with one for now and then I'll move to someone else in another play, I guess. Uh, it's you're going to play. Through I, again. I, 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 I'm not sure. I haven't even tried to change. I'm like, I'll just roll Red Hood for a bit. See, to me, out of the out of the four of them, I think I think he's the most interesting his, his story and all this because they even bring it, up it's guns that Joker and a killed him at game. one point and yeah, all this but it's guns in a Batman game so that's gotta it's be. funny they try to explain it in his biography he's like he uses non-lethal bullets yeah non-lethal bullets great <laughs> I, yeah I, I, I didn't I understand <laughs> I didn't understand why they put him in there it should have maybe been 
just maybe the three characters just <laughs> just and then just focus on the gameplay a bit more or whatever you know because like 30 i don't think 30 frames ruins it because arkham knight is 30 frames <laughs> batman arkham arkham city those are all 30 frames and you can go pick play those right now and it's still even on the three, xbox 360 and it'll probably flow and be better than you know the rest of them so the thing with this though that bothers me is the game it looks good. It doesn't look like, wow, that this is crushing to these systems. It has to be 30. It's like, I I don't feel like it looks that amazing to where it's like the systems are struggling to even do what it like. It's it's it sometimes it falls below 30. It's like 20, 25 at times. And it's Did like, you see the digital foundry ooh. on it? Yeah, the yeah. Series S apparently runs the best with it, <laughs> which is strange. I haven't played any multiplayer co-op, mostly because I don't know anyone else who's playing the game. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. You might or get a review copy. You got a review copy? Oh, no, no, no I, bought, I, bought, I bought it. I bought it. I bought it. I bought it. Yep. $70, by the way, for this. Yeah. That is kind of yeah. one of the Discord questions, seeing why something like uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Valhalla run at 60, but this can't achieve 60. Like that I don't know. The, the, tethered, the tethered co-op gameplay. But Odyssey says. is, I think, much more impressive with its world. And that's that's years think, old at this point. I think Super Mario Odyssey is probably more impressive <laughs> with this world. I don't know, that game just looks boring to me. Like, I don't know. It kind of is. Nice. Kind of. Yeah, Gotham Knights. I mean, let's be real. You you see a Batman game, you, you kind of just want to play as Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, well, I like Nightwing, and I like Robin. Yeah. I loved using Nightwing and Robin in the previous games. Like, I, I do like like for like the challenge missions and like the online like sure. leaderboards. I loved using them. Robin with the with like the staff is dope. But like, yeah, as like the main like you want to have all the cool gadgets. You want to have like all the Batman stuff. You know. I think. Um, I think whenever it goes down to the twenty dollar price, like oh, yeah, I'm all over it. I think then it's worth picking up. I oh. man, it's tough at seventy, and like it feels like a game that went into development ten years ago. That's what it feels like. Well, it's been uh, in development so. for quite a while. I mean, like I'm I'm thinking like beginning of Xbox One, PS4 days almost. <laughs> because it so I remember cool when they first showed it. Remember when they yeah. first showed it? Or just, it looked it, better. It looked so cool. I, well, I remember like two or three years ago they were doing play testing on it. And someone that watches my channel DM me on Twitter and pretty much like told me everything about it. It didn't even have a name at that time, but it was the exact concept that the game ended up being. And it was like, you know, it's rough around the edges, but you know, they might make it a pretty fun game. Just thought I'd pass that along to you. I was like, oh, okay, thanks. Appreciate it. And then it, that game just took forever to come out. It's, it's tough because there are a lot of other games that came out or, or coming out soon. And it's like, you got to start picking and choosing. And unfortunately, this is not one to, to pick necessarily. So, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll keep playing it. My problem is uh, I, I, I hate beat Saints Row, basically. And uh, mostly because it was funny and ridiculous at times with how bad the game was. This game's kind of like a, I'm kind of sad playing it almost like it's it, like it, i'm not crying playing it but man it's close sometimes where i'm like this could be this could have been amazing this could have been batman arkham world or something i don't know just just the next one and it's like this is <laughs> this is unfortunate it's unfortunate i can make a good video though this game made me cry uh, and then everyone thinks you're gonna be emotional in the video it's like no i cried because it pissed me off it's sad and mostly because the next Batman game, I guess, in the in the universe from Rocksteady is going to be Suicide Squad. And I'm just not interested in, in, a, in a Suicide Squad game. As much as they're trying hard to sell it with you hunting down the Justice League, and that might be the only way to make it interesting. It'll probably another, be better, though, because it's Rocksteady. I think it will be better, yes. I, yeah. I do. I do. But I just I kind of just want another Batman game. Just let me yeah. let's just do Batman. That's fine. <sighs> so yeah, it's Gotham Knights. I'll keep, I'll keep plugging through it, but 
I kind of want to play other stuff. Next Rocksteady game, Batman Beyond. Let's go. Hey, like, uh, Batman Beyond. I'm there for that. Like, is, 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 has Batman like secretly been canceled or something? Like, is there a reason why we're not we're not getting Batman games? Like, I, I don't understand. Yo, he, asked, he asked for too much money, bro. They said, hell no. We we, we canceled him. Out. Right, that's so crazy. An offer of uh, four thousand a game. <laughs> I'm a little confused though, Sean. You're right because it seems like you just keep plugging away until it stops working, and it's worked yeah. even through Ar Arkham Knight was kind of like controversial yeah. anyway, and that it's was fine. Top. Well, when it's I, sold a, a grip yeah. though. Well, when it's when sold. DC when DC rebooted their storylines for the comics, this was a storyline, and it was one of the better selling Batman storylines. So I'm guessing mm. back when mm. that took off was when they decided to make it a game, and this was the only mm. way they could do it. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. Well, okay. There you go. Let's uh, let's go over to. Do you want to talk about Plague Tale, Evan, Nate? I mean, sure. I'll try. I'll try. You guys have <laughs> five, next five to ten minutes. Let's hear. You it. just, Plague you Tale. just had like fifteen minutes on Gotham Knight. Oh, You're the only one who played it. I did ten minutes on that because we you guys spent an intro for like ten minutes arguing about sports stuff. I don't be mad. Seven minutes, six are puns. Okay, we'll give you, We'll cut it in the middle. So you got seven minutes to talk about Plague Tale. I I played it up till. Four, chapter four or five or something yeah, none and of then, you played the and first one mario rabbits came out i played i played a couple hours of the first one i didn't finish it though how uh, this is the problem okay so it's kind of spoiler territory but like this the plague tale story is really awesome to me just because of the way the first one got approached where it feels like mm. a normal world thing like just medieval world and then all of a sudden there's magic and you have no idea why it's there right. and that was really cool uh, but this game is like the ending like it's the sequel it goes through everything ties up all loose ends brings everything together it techn technologically speaking it's beautiful it, it runs uh -huh. really well and i know we just talked about gotham knights and the whole 30 frames per second nonsense but this game tops out at 40 <laughs> when you have a 120 120 hertz yep yeah but apparently uh in the the comparison video that we used there was on a 4090 it can reach 120 frames is apparently the way it works i don't know why okay but, but it's also a slower game too so i feel like it is slower yeah this yeah. the it stealth doesn't, it doesn't matter the stealth in it feels really refined especially in this one uh it's it's an amazing game and if you haven't played the series i highly suggest it especially if you can start at the first because the rat pope fight is so good and <laughs> <laughs> And it's it's hard to describe it without being hyper spoilery. The problem is it's on this one's on Game Pass, the other one isn't. So people may just download this on a whim to just see. So they're gonna a lot of people are probably gonna end up on Requiem. You don't first. you don't necessarily need to play the first one, but they will reference a lot of stuff that happens in it without showing you like flashbacks at all. So like you kind of have to take it as you go when they start talking about her parents and stuff. Like it. It's just out there, man. The story's great. The world building was amazing in this. Some of the I like the rats. The rats are are ridiculous. I, just sometimes they'll get caught between two different sources of light, and they just kind of they huddle up in one big tower and they disintegrate. It's yeah. kind of funny. I don't it, know. You can you can usually catch them on the edge of rooms and they'll start tornadoing because they just get stuck on the walls. <laughs> it's great. Uh, visually speaking, Nate, how you feeling over there with the Xbox version? Because Evan, you're on PC. Yeah, you got that 3080. I know you're. you're I took a ton of screenshots and I posted them on my Twitter. You post them on Twitter? There, I have a whole, I have a whole uh, thing on Twitter of like all the best Ooh, scenes. Okay, okay, okay. So people are curious, <laughs> they need to go to your Twitter and check it out with the 3080 in full swing over there. But Nate and I, we were checking out on the Xbox. Nate, I will say, looks a bit soft on the Xbox. I know the resolution is lower. Than I mean, 4K, yeah. obviously. 
I mean, it's a little soft, but when you look at the environment, it's still a oh, remarkably, sure. mm -hmm. it, it looks amazing. The characters at first looked almost a little out of place when you were looking at the environments, but that kind of fades once you get more into the game. But I mean, overall, from what I've played, I'm about halfway through the game and I mean, it's a gem. The music, the way they use the music the is music so is foreboding. It's it just starts building up, and then the, the scene unleashes, and the music is paired well, and the rumble and the controller goes with it perfectly as well. Every facet of the game just seems though it was well designed to complement all these factors, and this is still a relatively small development team, and there's definitely compromises when you look at some of the visuals. So you can watch like an individual washing clothes. And there's no ripples in the water in their little barrel. If you you can't walk through all of the rocks and trees and debris around you, it's a, still a very linear path. So in terms of interaction with the environment, it's very strict. Okay. But I mean, the story, as Evan was saying, the story is really engrossing. The stealth gameplay is expertly crafted. You approach all of these areas and there's definitely one direction the game wants you to go in but you still have options as how you're going to approach it and the guards have good ai and if you put it on hard it's almost unfair because the guards will detect you almost immediately almost like they have a magic eye but you can easily play it on easy or normal and still get a quality experience yeah. so anyone with game pass give the game a look even if it's not your style of game Try it out for a few chapters and see if it clicks. And I never played the first one. I played this one and I can't wait to finish it. For a lot of people who talk about like ease of access and trying to just get through the story, even in the settings, there's something called, uh, I think, invincibility where there's mm -hmm. there's never a situation where when you're caught, you'll die. It's usually just a quick animation of just like, ah, oh, I found you. And then you can try to run away again. So you can even set it so that you never have to worry about their sequence because the health, the health bar in this game is basically if you get spotted once, that's a warning. If you get spotted twice, you're dead. And then you have to start the section over. Yeah, she'll immediately, you'll, she'll always counter that first catch. Well, she'll either beat them with the slingshot or if you have a knife, she'll stab them. Just, just and some of the accessibility head. options are you can, you don't have to do any of the QTE events. You can choose just to hold down the button instead of mashing. So they definitely allow lots of options as how to how you want to approach the game and experience it. Okay, so you recommend it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. Uh, you're saying Game Pass, Evan? Did you you bought it? I bought from it day one. Steam or wherever it's on Steam. Yeah, on Steam. Moment I saw it, I was like, "Yep, I'm getting it." You recommend the pickup, the oh, purchase yeah. as well. Okay. It's like what? Okay. It's like forty bucks or something new. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'd great. Check okay. that. Like the the, the, the only thing I find a little odd in game design is mm -hmm. some of the partner AI where you have to tell them to do something where it seems as though that could very easily just be scripted. I don't really see the need to hold down the LB button and Y to have the character say, let me turn the crank for you. It's, Why do I have to like, it's, just- It's kind of important in later puzzles. It's also important in okay. context because depending on which partner you have, you're gonna have a ton of different abilities to use, like involving yeah, like light Lucas refractor. Lucas likes to do a lot of the fire and stuff. Lu well, Lucas is the one that creates the, basically the AOE flashbang. He's the only one that yeah. can do it. Uh, the soldier kills people. Like he just kills people. Mm -hmm. You tell him to go and he'll go do it. And then the girl you meet, the pirate has the light refractor, which turns into something different later on. Okay. Yeah, because some of the stuff with Lucas, I was, I'm kind of saying like, oh, exactly. let me hold this for you while you go move the platform. You're telling me you're going to do it, so why do I have to hit 
these two buttons to prompt you to do it. You should just kind of take over instead of, but it's, I mean, it's a five second nitpick in reality. Okay. So big recommend and then definitely on game pass. And even at the 50, $50, 50, yeah, it's 50 okay. double checked. Okay. Very good. They went nine minutes, by the way, you only gave them seven. That's because John was talking. We don't count him. <laughs> let's uh, all right, Sean. Let's go to your big release of the week. Uh, Alan Wake came out on the Switch. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that was a big game for you, wasn't it? Big, big game. Okay, Christ. Alan Wake is now out on the Switch. Alan Wake remastered. Alan Wake demastered. <laughs> wait, 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 no, no, <laughs> it's got to be a demaster. <laughs> uh, this was an interesting one because it came out of nowhere. Which should have been the, the uh, that was the big red flag. That's what we were saying. Like, again, that game stealth drops. There's something wrong with it. Mm-hmm. There should have been some marketing if they were confident in it. There wasn't, and it showed up. It showed up for twenty three dollars, but in Mexico, apparently in the eShop, they didn't alter the pricing to line up with the currency exchange. So it was actually a dollar twenty. Well, it's twenty. I think it's twenty three ninety nine on sale because it's a, a early release sale for like the first week, and then it goes up to thirty. Interesting. Okay. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't buy. I wouldn't buy for dollars for that. Bro, it, it's. I, I mean, I don't. I don't necessarily think it, it's a hardware thing. I think it's just a, a shitty ass port, and they didn't know what the fuck. At that point, you should have just been like, you know what? Let's just try to bring the 360 version over and just try to do a one. I think because there's no signs of a remaster. It runs and looks worse than the 360 version, and there's no excuse for that. It's just, and Alan Wake is, you know, it's a game that I had. I never played it during its heyday. I played it once. What, like a year or two ago because i yep. remember you guys kept telling me to play it so it's still very fresh in my mind like i remember everything i liked and didn't like about the game i wanted to get to that scene where like the little concert happens or whatever just to see how bad it would be on the switch but i was not subjecting myself to that because i was just like no nah, bro I'll, I'll fucking play it on my xbox like i own the physical edition of it so yeah just so- utter disappointment because it's a game that a lot of people should play like it's actually a really interesting sort of take on the horror genre and but that's not the version to play. The the resolution is is incredibly low. I, like I'm shocked at times for Seven. some reason. There there's like re- weird polygonal uh, errors that are going on on the mountains on the side when you're coming in on the boat, and it's it's a very see, strange I didn't have situation that. with this. I mean, I took screenshots. I, was I like, know I saw your screenshots, <laughs> and when I was playing it, I was looking for it, and I was like, oh, that didn't happen for me. But I just just I mean, anytime any sort of combat happens, which I mean, in the combat in the game, you kind of have to rely on the dodge and, you know, positioning yourself well and shining your light. The frame rate just it feels like it goes like half of what it's trying to run at. It's just so damn choppy. It makes simple things that are simple in the original version of the game damn near impossible. I think the most jarring thing has to be the the transition from the from the cutscenes to the game because it's literally like ps2 era shit where you like ps2 would have like actual video and then you get a game and like, oh, okay it doesn't really match it this is that same feeling like it looks like a completely different thing because they, they use the the um i'm guessing that's the remastered part are the mm. cutscenes they took those from the they uh, did yeah they must have pulled from them the that's probably where most of this the, the file size comes from are those cutscenes yeah and 64 trees and shit man like it, all, all the cliche check marks for like a bad switch game that like you know uh, that people overgeneralize like this yep. this has them all <laughs> this, this is this it's horrible this is the by the way this port was done by d3t why D3T. do they sound familiar uh they've they done did shenmue they did shenmue one and two 
they did apparently they did something with guardians of the galaxy they did something with alan wake remaster on the other on the other platforms leave they did Assetto Corsa, they did Mafia 2 Definitive Edition. Oh, and this will be interesting, something to keep an eye on because of what just happened with Remastered. Uh, they're doing Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, Switch? I don't know. It's right next to the Alan Wake Remastered Switch press release. I'm not sure because we didn't know they were doing the Alan Wake Remastered port, obviously, until it came out. And then they put a Switch logo on their website with Alan Wake Remastered. So I'm just saying, keep an eye on that. But we they, they also did the know they, much about Hogwarts Legacy on the Switch, so uh. they did Sega Genesis Classics. Like that was pretty solid. Mm. It's a Sega Genesis games. But they collaborated on Burnout Paradise Remastered, Mafia, the original Mafia Definitive Edition. Mm. I guess they did the PC version of Guardians of the Galaxy. It looks yeah. like. Something I mean, and honestly, Shenmue One and Two. The, I I thoroughly enjoy those things. So there's a chance I, they just showed hey. up and were like look we're trying this is what we have what do you want to do and they were like drop it <laughs> and that was it i don't know epic, it's uh, uh the problem is is we could say this is an optimization issue then epic should have put some time and care into this project they should have given it some resources to make the port quality this was already a late port as it is and now you're going to shadow drop it where we never actually had a formal trailer outside of when it was announced with like an alan wake 2 update and they just showed an individual playing alan wake on a switch that was all the footage we had up to this point and you shadow drop it basically a lure to get impulse buys by offering a sale and people saying "Ooh, alan wake is on the switch i'm gonna buy this because i've heard it's a good game only for the port to be sub quality and when you have a release like this if the publisher doesn't care about the release the consumer shouldn't care about the release and this release should ultimately be ignored well let's be real what did the screenshots on the eShop look like that's a good question. I have a strong feeling they are not representative of that game. And in this case, Nate, someone would have to buy it to figure out how bad it is, right? Or they could watch my video. Well, you know, <laughs> but you bought it in order to figure out how bad it is, is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. And well, if you're not plugged in, that it was bad. I was like, oh, yeah, this is. And if you're if not you plugged video. into the Internet, like, you know, following all this stuff. Or if you see it initially and you see it's on sale and you're like, well, the yeah. sale could end before I see anything uh, on it. I don't I don't know. I don't like that. Uh, no, look at the pictures, John. Are they bad? I They're mean, I shitty. Look. Wireframe oh, okay. mountains in the background. Hey, you know what? They said, hey, look, here it is. It's what it is. So at least they put up fair screenshots on there the There you go. Those are definitely product. the switch. And those are like a good lighting situation. Here, I'll, I'll drop it in the uh, in the chat there. Uh, oh, yeah. But yeah, that's definitely that's definitely the switch game. And to Shadow of Nexus, I don't mean Remedy. I mean Epic. Epic published the switch version, not Remedy. Okay, so Epic decided. Well, there you go. Not not great. Not great. Unfortunately, it is unfortunate. Where's that? It is, it's coming? a fantastic game. If you can play it on any other platform, play it there. Do not give them money with the Switch version. Thirteen gigs too. What, what, what oh, took man. up the thirteen? I guess you know what it was. Is the cutscenes, the remastered cutscenes. Uh, well, that's a shame. But there you go, Alan Wake, don't buy it on the Switch. Can't recommend it. Uh, and also, the, I assume Digital Foundry is going to do something on it, and it's going to be, I'm sure, wild. So, Real, real quick with the Discord queue, speaking of Alan uh -huh. Wake on Switch, what is another terrible port you've played? Uh, WWE 2K18? Worst game ever. Um, Rhyme was fucking atrocious. Ark? Ark was atrocious. 
Uh, they might be. Fi- I heard they might be fixing that though. That fixes that, that one. That's a, pending, yeah, that's pending some videos. Treated. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I I have a feeling there might be some people that will make a <laughs> video on the update of Ark. Um, uh, what else was bad? I don't know. I can't think of it. I'm Deadly to... Premonition. Um. That was actually a decent port. It of ran at game four is. frames a second. Yeah, but oh. it ran two when it originally came out. So yeah, yeah, that was that that was a a, a, sh- a shoddy game to begin with. I hope infinite. I can make a game so bad that when I port it somewhere else, people say, you know, Deadly it's, Premonition it's, it's four two. frames. But that's just how it is. It's fine. That's that's the joke. Deadly <laughs> Premonition two was the problem. Alan Wake must be hilarious then. <laughs> uh, gosh, Troll and I. That's another good one in the chat. I see that. Uh, but that good wasn't ball. a good game to begin with. <laughs> yeah, Bloodstained a... was a really rough oh, port. Oh, Bloodstained, yep. Yep. <sighs> All right. That's fine. We can we can move over to some news, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about Mario Rabbit. Sparks of Hope. We had the Silent Hill Showcase it's, uh, this past week, and I have to give it to Konami. They showed up in force. Did Even they? The- I mean, I thought they were gonna do one game and they, they gave but, more than one game. But how many games are they making, John? No, no, no. That's the thing, though. This is what I, I don't want Konami to make games. This okay, is what okay. I wanted. I was like, you know what, Konami? You're probably bad at making games now. Just let other people make them. No, you that's just, fine. That's fair. That's fair. You, and, yeah, te- you just take, and technically, you, a bunch of their original art team is working on two right now. So they're kind yeah. of doing it, but in uh-huh. the capacity of just helping. So we have, let's see, they, they kicked it off with the big one. Silent Hill 2 is indeed getting a remake. We have no idea when it's coming out. <laughs> they, they didn't have any release dates for any of these games at all. Well, actually, I'm sorry. The live one they said next year, but like the games themselves, they didn't really have much to say. PS5 console exclusive for 12 months. Uh, so, you know, the CMA, I'm sure, is like just, just, that's a blind spot for them, I guess, right there. But 12 months uh, for the PS5 and then it'll probably go to the Xbox, I assume, afterwards. But Silent Hill 2 remake, I think it looked it looked good. They didn't have any real gameplay, though. They just kind of showed off some cinematics, I assume, in-engine stuff. And that was kind of it. I feel like that's probably enough for people who are fans of the game just to realize that something is happening. George, do you like any of the Silent Hill games or do you not play them, really? Uh, I like the Silent Hill games. I'm not like the biggest fan where I played every single release. Yeah. But I think I'm excited that at least there's a bunch of stuff happening. Uh, you know, for the franchise, like, what's the last time this happened? 2012, when like an yeah. onslaught of just Silent Hill properties wouldn't stop <laughs> coming yeah, out. Yeah, we had on like so. a, the Vita or something. I think was like the last one. I feel like uh, what's what's the, the book the one, storybook game. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. Did you did you see the um alleged leaks gameplay though? Um, it was just like like one or two animations for the combat in the game. I don't know how I felt about that. <laughs> They're modernizing it over the shoulder gameplay. I'm curious how that's going to work for the quote unquote scary psychological stuff. Because uh, when I, you think when you think of the, that trailer that they showed, mm-hmm. it looked beautiful. Yep. But there was no gameplay in that. that yeah, that, that was, was all the big story. Thing where it's like, mm. I kind of feel like the setup they had originally where it was kind of a fixed camera. It really helped with a lot of the, the stuff they were trying to pull off to make it scary. I'm I'm curious how the over-the-shoulder more action-oriented looks gonna gonna work for him but it's i think it's just them trying to take cues of what the rest of the genre is doing stuff like evil within stuff like resident evil and just kind you know trying to keep up with that and if, if they think that's working for everyone else they're gonna try and replicate that as well 
Then we had Silent Hill Townfall. This is from No Code and Annapurna. They didn't really say what it was at all. I feel it's like just... that's going to be like an interactive story type game. Okay. Okay. Maybe episodic even. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And we had a movie return to silent hill how we how we feel about this one do you watch you watch silent hill movie yeah i've seen both of them um, okay okay they're the first one is is all right like it's, it's all right it's all right the second one is more stupid fun um like the pyramid the the pyramid head scenes are just fun in that movie and the nurses are kind of like creepy but um I got that, that big one's battle a great scene movie. at the end yeah, it's. I wouldn't say it's. It's. It's the the peak of cinema, but they're they're definitely something. Uh, I'd probably rather watch a Silent Hill movie than a majority of the Resident uh, Resident Evil movies. Really, um, J.J. Abrams is going to be involved in this. Great. So that means we're just going to get a bunch of questions with no answers. And well, that's. I'm sorry. That's 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 the next one. Silent Hill Ascension. I'm sorry. This is uh, okay, Christoph Christoph Gans, director of the 2006 Silent Hill movie. Okay. Well, that 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 shows me a little something there. That could be cool. That could be cool. We'll see what they do with that. They announced this very early, by the way, as filming and casting are still going on. Oh, well, <laughs> that always feels great. Yeah. It it sounds like it's gonna be a while, but is the script finished? Apparently, it's it's there? based on or something with Silent I Hill. I said two. it was supposed to be based around two. Technically, yeah. the first game was a blend of one and two in like a weird way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. There you go. And then we had Silent Hill Ascension. This is the game that has J.J. Abrams involved, as well as the Dead by Daylight developer behavior in DJ2 Entertainment 2023 launch. I, I'm not really sure what this one is going to be. I think this is the one that's... It's like a stream This is the live real-time game. interactive yeah. series. Yes, okay, yep. So this is one they said millions of people are going to be involved in this. I assume everyone who watches will be able to alter or affect the story. That's weird, bro. I don't know how that's going to happen. Do we vote on stuff or? Yeah, they kind of talked about it. You vote on ultimately like the direction, but it's still somewhat limited in scope. Like the developers do have a goal that they are shooting to. They talked about it a bit after the announcement where they went into detail of how they're approaching the overall design and how people are going to interact with it and be able to vote on the directions and such and decisions. Okay. Then we had... Silent, it was a closeout. Silent Hill F. Once that's again, Silent I'm not, Hill Five, right? Is that? The that's, I, ass- I assume this is the next big Silent Hill game, right? Because it's. Yeah. They didn't really mention much else as to what it was, other than just they had a weird, like, creepy cinematic with the person's like face falling down. Essentially, apparently, this is being being written by Ryukishi Seven. People seem really excited about that. I'm not sure that is. When I, I, when I saw it, I was like Ryukishi Six, honestly. <laughs> I, saw, like, I, I I double checked. They've done a lot of visual novel kind of writing, so they must be very familiar with writing a full narrative and all this. But I I'm not really sure what to expect from this. I I assume it's going to be a full Silent Hill game, and it won't be like a visual novel kind of thing. Um, the but, one that's like set in Japan or something like that. Yeah, because yeah. the other developer they have is was known for Ariverse. <laughs> Ariverse, I believe. Yeah, that's a hell of a pedigree. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, that's an interesting pairing, I guess, to do a Silent Hill game. I assume it's not going to be action based. Neo Bards Entertainment. That's the other developer with that. Okay. Oh, uh, Rikushi Seven did uh, Higarashi. Thank you, Sean. No problem. (laughs) I'm sure you pronounced that correctly. 
I don't know enough to correct you one way or the other. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? I got to give it to, to Konami. Significantly better than I was expecting. There was no pachinko machine. There was no NFT. It was mostly games. There was a movie, but mostly games. So for Konami, when I grade them on the Konami curve, this was like an A++++. Oh, for fuck them. you. I, I did say it right according to the chat. Oh, good. Wow. Okay. Uh, Nate, you had something else. You said this in your podcast. Mm -hmm. You seem pretty sure that Konami's not done. They're not. Mm. What is Konami? Konami is reinvesting in video games. It's been their goal for the last number of years. Silent Hill is really the kickoff project to show that they are back into gaming and they want to bring back their iconic IPs. And there are numerous games in development beyond Silent Hill, including Castlevania. And one I have heard firsthand is a Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. How do you feel about that, Sean? I, I, you've already broken my heart once with the Batman games on the Switch. If you break my heart again, I will kill you. Is this, so Castle, You said Castlevania is coming back? That is their intent, is to make a new Castlevania game. Like, like cell 2D phone game? or 3D? I don't know the... Or direction if it's going to be a 2d or 3d game what do you know they can pull i off know a that a castlevania one. is in development <laughs> but so you just you i mean you just dropped it on sean there you're, you're pretty you're pretty sure you've you're you're hearing rumblings of metal gear solid 3 remake like you don't understand yes. how great that game would be with modern technology the whole healing system the whole camouflage system bro that's gonna be fucking they better not they better not get rid of any of that don't get rid you of the stamina don't get rid of the stamina. Would, don't get rid of any of that. I who would do the you. Who would do the remake though? Because that's Konami. What they're doing now is licensing out to other companies. So Blue team. Someone. Oh gosh. <laughs> no. I'd even bring them up with this. D three T. Blooper team two. I don't. Who would do that though? It should be Virtuos. Ah, Virtuos. I hear they're pretty good. They're not doing it. I hear Virtuos is good. Interesting. They're too busy. Everyone's trying to mm. always get them for things. It takes too mm. long. They ain't getting them. Konami's gonna cheap out on them. Virtual, nope. that's a good one to tap uh you know what i'm all he i'm here for it metal gear let's do it let's get all you know if they show up with a metal gear presentation like this and they have like four things to talk about i'm i'll be happy uh, i mean there's, did, wait, there's wait, also wait, been wait, other wait. rumors of a remaster of some of the older metal gear games so it's going to be a question of how do they announce it is are they going to do the metal gear solid 3 remake first or will we see the remasters of like metal gear solid 2 and other titles first. I don't know about those remasters. I've never heard of those projects from my contacts. I only know of Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. Get excited, well, Sean. Let, let's, let's get it going. Get excited, get excited. Uh, oh, I guess I will bring this up before we move on from the Silent Hill and Konami stuff. Bloober Team. How, how, what's the confidence check on this? They're a company. Silent Hill 2 remake. They're handling it. They're awesome. They're going to do a great job. I can't wait to I can't wait to play the game. Cooper team has done some great work in the past. I know they're looking forward to what they got. I know the original art team's helping out with them, but like, I don't know, something about that trailer, the the I facial, thought you were serious for a moment. You got me. The facial expressions that he yeah, has yeah, in like all those scenes don't feel as good as they did in the priors, but I guess it's just the tech limitation of like the old PS2 because you can't really do the facial expressions, but like looking up in the mirror and he's got that like weird squint that he's staring at himself with versus in the PS2 version where he has that like hauntingly dead inside stare. And I was like, Oh, it's a little weird, but I mean, I guess it's a choice being made by the art team. So hopefully it's fine. See, that's going to be the thing with this release where if there's any deviation from the original game, 
the immediate blame is going to be to Bloober team yeah. and what they're doing with the project. But Konami will be approving any of the changes made. Bloober team doesn't just have free reign to do whatever they want with this release. Konami is going to approve of these things. So ultimately, any changes, the blame should shift to Konami and the individuals from even the main Silent Hill team back in the day who are approving of these changes. So Bloober's just kind of, you know, they're going to fall on the sword for anything that Man. happens negatively here. What is the main Silent Hill team doing? Like, what are they Being doing? Silent? The they're drugs. Silence. <laughs> so like, does Konami even got developers anymore? Like, what are they? Like, what's the what's the day to day? Surprisingly, they do. Like, <laughs> Surprisingly, they do still have developers there. But what's the day to day Konami? We wake up, hey guys, going to the office, just look at each other. Like, what? Like, you play, like, what are they? Like, do? what's a good team to take on some of these projects? <laughs> They go play pachinko machines and go back. Yo, we got paid to do. I mean, nothing. yeah, I, I, I assume they're because they're trying to tie the movie and the games. And I, pro, I mean, who knows? Maybe even the pachinko machines together. And so there probably is approval processes. Nate saying with their intellectual properties where they're trying to. Yeah, Konami is going to keep them very close on what's happening with this project. So I saw like a lot of people were making fun of the scene where he's holding the noose and people are like oh my god look how stupid that looks but that's literally a scene from silent hill 2 it's in the original game mm. so that's nothing new it's not bloober team trying to be subtle with something that happened it was a mini game in the original release so some reaction to what the trailer was showing is just blind bloober hate of no matter what they do people are going to say screw this Great. game bloober sucks whereas <laughs> it's it's going to be a case of let's see what they actually deliver. They could impress, they could exceed expectation. And they did go to Twitter and say, what you saw in the trailer is in engine. That is what they're targeting the game to look like when it releases. Okay. And I don't think, you know, what we saw outside of like the facial expressions, I don't think anyone had a problem with that visual tier on display. It captured the atmosphere, it captured the feel, and even the face. Like, yes, the animation is a little off, but the face that they were rendering looked exactly like the actor portraying the character that they were motion capturing. Okay. So. I, I think I think Bloober Team, as long as they don't have to try to create a game from scratch, story, narrative, the whole thing, I feel like they have the development... Uh, they have, the they, have the, they have the brute force to get it done, basically. They'll they have be able the technology to, to do it. Their yeah. weakness has always been to tell their own narrative, which sure. they will not be doing here. The story isn't in their hands. It's written and composed by someone else. They're just building the visuals to tell that story. So their biggest drawback should be taken out of their hands in this case. There and that's go. kind of a net positive for people concerned that they're going to alter the story in some way and make it bloober it shouldn't it should still be konami's story it's going to be what konami wants you to experience bloober is just assisting to deliver the goods there you go let me go over here to the super chats we have emblem it says mvg sad i missed you at prge i was wanting you to sign my custom painted nes that i have all my favorite youtubers sign are you going by chance to too many games next year i would love to see everyone he was so afraid of that question, he didn't show up. 
<laughs> we're, we're trying to we'll try to get MVG out to too many games. He, he seemed to have fun at uh PRG though. So. Did he though? He said he did. No. Yeah. <laughs> they also they also you know pay to fly him out. Too many games going to pony up the bill. There you go. No, now he's even further away from too many games. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, Man. my ticket was expensive. There you go. He's all the way on the other side of the country now. Man. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Lars says, "Is an HP Pavilion RX fifty five hundred good for? Oh, good for uh three hundred fifty dollars a steal or a robbery? I'm also looking at an LG monitor for one hundred twenty five dollars. Are these really bargains?" HP Pavilion for 350 with an RX 5500. Hmm. I don't. Something I so, have to see the rest of yeah, it. Something sounds ghetto in there. Like I, I, would, <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would hold up on all I that. Three hundred fifty dollars. I have to see the rest of it. Like RAM, what kind of SSD is in there? Those sorts of things. Because uh, sometimes you'll see like a laptop might have a really good GPU, and then you look, it's like eight gigabytes of RAM. It's like what happened here? Yeah. Uh, so that's. I, have to, I mean, three hundred fifty dollars for at this point. Nowadays, with pricing around like across the board, three hundred fifty dollars for a working computer appears to be a good price now. Uh, so I, I'd have to see the rest of the build though. But one hundred and twenty-five dollars the LG monitor. I don't know what the the make is exactly on it. It's a uh, okay. It's an IPS. I I think you can get. You're starting to see fourteen forty p monitors fall under two hundred dollars now. Even so, I would still look for fourteen forty p either way. If you can, just for some future proofing. El Grudge says, got my Switch limited run copy of Quake in this week. Shout out to MG. Damn. Took long enough. I still haven't gotten my fucking shredder. Still? On Monday. Oh. Mine's coming Monday. Oh, uh, okay. I don't even think I got an email about it. Amazon, you need to you get it from Amazon? No, I got the collector's edition that'll come out in oh, seven years okay. with a free Damn. pizza coupon. Not even a pizza hut around me. I thought Free. the pizza coupon came in all the copies. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, I, I want think that it comes pizza. in the standard copies too. Yeah, That's I want that. Bullshit. I want that pizza. 3D says Call of Duty has good graphics. It does. Let's go over that actually real quick. We'll we'll, we'll talk about Call of Duty. Actually, no, you know we'll talk about Mario Rabbits. I don't talk about Mario Rabbits. We'll played it. Sparks of Hope came out. I played it. Nate played it. You played. Nate's been playing this thing for a little bit, I think. But okay, I played cool. it. You played it. Nate played it uh sean didn't don't tell my secret oh or, or, sorry sorry <laughs> he didn't play sarks of hope my bad uh evident fled jordan sports no okay okay cool cool so uh mario rabbit sparks of hope came out thursday which was kind of odd anyway it i i was happy with it because it gave me a little bit of a head start on it because friday a bunch of stuff started hitting and uh yeah so it it, it did come out on thursday i picked it up and i think i'm on the I'm at the end of the second world. I just finished that, the ice world. And I'm enjoying it so far. I have some thoughts on it, though. Um, Nate, you want to start us off? What do, you, what do you think so far of it? And we'll, we'll, we'll kind of go around here to OJ and everything. Uh, I finished the game and. Oh, okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> it, it's a good sequel. It builds upon what the first game offered. My only, I guess, critique on the game is that. It never had a wow moment for me. It was just a steady, this is a great game. And it, it never, it didn't feel like as though it was building up. It was just solid throughout. And I like the way like the Lumas are used. 
you level them up, it has a nice Mario feel of feeding them. And then, you know, they get fat and give you upgrades and all that. The rabid characters, a little more annoying this time. They're more talkative. But you don't need a rabbit in your party, which is a nice departure from the first game. If you just want Mario characters, you can have Mario characters. You want a full roster of rabbit characters, you can just have rabbit characters. It feels like it's a little more streamlined in terms of character customization options on the first game, which maybe is an intentional design point. But if you were a fan of the first game, I would definitely recommend picking up this one. It's more of the same quality strategy RPG that the first game offered. and plenty to love here okay good good what, what do you think of it oj so far I, I i know you probably didn't finish like nate did <laughs> no i didn't finish it Got I past some so. second area um i enjoy yeah I, I agree with nate um in terms of what nate uh said for the most part it i mean although i haven't fi finished it so i don't know if like it doesn't build up or whatever the case is uh but yeah it seems like a pretty solid you know good sequel i like uh the you don't have to use the rabbit characters but they're actually really good so like <laughs> Like they're actually, yeah, they super, are. Sure. They're really good. So it's like you're gonna want to use them. That's like they like. I don't hate rabbits. I absolutely hate the rabbit characters, but they're a little bit more tolerable, you know. And this one just because they're dressed up like Mario characters, I guess, and they have super dope abilities. Um, like the rabbit Mario, like he up close, he's like unstoppable if you put him like with the cool like luma and like you power him up and stuff so it's it's pretty dope to kind of see the different abilities i think that the change from like the grid to free movement was a very good um addition to the game um it, i think mm -hmm. that's going to help like with the streamlining process and it also helps separate it from a fire emblem or XCOM or a game like that and it reminds me kind of a little bit more of like a valkyria chronicles um and that game's hardly ever done people usually don't make games like valkyria chronicles so it's cool to see a strategy rpg go back to to that format um so very enjoyable on on, on that end um i like the extra challenges and stuff the side quests are dope um you know but yeah it's just like i said it's a great it's safe but really good sequel uh to the game so if you're mm -hmm. you know looking for a dope strategy rpg that kind of has like a hybrid between like xcom valkyria chronicles all of that like it's a it, it's great i'm, I'm enjoying it a lot the humor's fun I yeah, like the well, change to the movement. It got some. I had to get used to it a little bit, though. It was kind of. It was kind of weird at first, where they're like, "All right, here's the area. Run around in this." Because I'm used to just picking the character and then moving them to a certain grid, and like then yeah. they run to it. Uh, but I got used to it, and then you start chaining together the jumps and the slides as you build up your skill tree, and you're doing a lot of damage all at once, which was pretty cool. The the only issue I've had so far, again, early on in the game, is I don't know if there's any other progression that opens up it, it, like nate right now i have the skill tree you mm -hmm. have the sparks i'm waiting for something else to open up They're like hard. some other skill tree some other let me give you an example i thought the weapons would have been more involved with building up your characters because in the first one they did at least affect some things it appears that these are just skins that you get yeah the weapons are more limited this time around okay, in comparison to the first game so i'm just uh, like they that you basically earn coins by doing quests or different skirmishes on each world and i spent two of them early on on like a, a weapon i was like oh cool maybe this gives the weapon innate fire ability or something and i could mix it with a spark and like that'd be kind of cool to have like lightning fire or something and it i think they're just they just dress up your guns and stuff and i i i now I'm just not buying any because I don't really, I don't really know what what I would do with them then, other than just change the my the weapon 
based on my mood i don't know um but that that was the only thing i was like i'm waiting for something else to open a skill tree a special power that i get something and i'm kind of thinking what i have right now is what i'm gonna roll through the game with like overall one one area where the game maybe could have been more clear is that maybe for older individuals like us or people who are seasoned with this genre type should have defaulted the game to hard mode because mm. if you play on normal, you're going to steamroll the game. It's pretty easy, yeah. Yeah, no, it, this is one of those games. I wanted to mention that because I just put it on the hard mode from the beginning because the original game is not hard on normal. The normal mode is the easy mode. The easy mode is the baby yeah. mode. The hard mode is the normal mode. So that's how this game is as well. So I already kind of knew it, but yeah, defaulting on hard mode. Although the one thing about that is that like certain bosses, like if you're not good, I mean, like they can kill you in one hit. Like, you know, they can think like yep. the, the first boss, like if oh, he hits yeah. you, like he can just, he can just hit you and like kill you in one hit on the hard mode, on the mm -hmm. hard mode he can. Not on the normal, I don't know, but I know on hard mode I was playing and he critted and killed my rabbit peach. Uh, uh, she already had a little bit of damage on her, but like she, she just she got critted and just boom, wiped her out. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's one of those things to where I think some people might get a little bit frustrated if they defaulted on that. But, yeah, you're absolutely right about it. Like, it's too easy on normal. Like, it's definitely too easy. Yeah, on normal. it really is. And when I was first playing it on normal and I was going through it, I was kind of thinking to myself, I was like, well, maybe the game is one of those experiences where it's going to ramp up as I'm going along. It just wasn't getting there. So I just went to the menu. I was like, I have to go to hard because it's too easy right now. But one of the areas where the game really expanded upon is the exploration yes. where you're going through all these environments. There's puzzles, there's side quests. Sometimes you have to go back to a planet once you gain, you know, a new Luma ability to do side quests. So the game really has a lot of replay value and it encourages exploration, solve puzzles, so you could find all the additional stuff hidden throughout the world. Or you can ignore all of that and just focus on the main narrative line. So there's a lot of options of how you want to approach the game. They went back so. to made it more of an adventure game. Yeah. More than yes. The first one is how mm -hmm. I describe it. But I like the visuals. They went more into that pastel kind of painting look. It's flatter than the first one, but it feels more colorful when you when you get outside of the like the first one you go to is, is just raining <laughs> it's just so dreary and boring looking but after you clear it up it brightens up and it looks it looks fine there but uh it's it's definitely a shift in kind of the art style a little bit too um from the first one but yeah you can change the I, I difficulty like too like during like before the mission so like if mm -hmm. right. you're having mm -hmm. trouble like if you're someone new that's picking it up and you're having trouble with the difficulty or if you want to try to do a tougher battle and see, test it out it's pretty easy just to shift the difficulty right there before each battle so that's cool too but yeah i agree with what you guys were saying when it comes to the uh, the other stuff I, i'm enjoying I, it i like what i'm seeing here sean i would check it out i'd pick it up and see what you think strategy uh, is pretty good yeah i'll check it out i'll probably pick it up when it's on sale or something because i will the first one at one point was on sale for ten dollars yeah. so i yeah. i don't doubt that this one will eventually get there maybe a year or two from now like i could see that yeah. now this is this is one thing i was kind of feeling as i was going through the game i'll be curious if either of you agree with it oh is it getting even, a pro patch probably no oh sorry even though the game <laughs> itself is still branded mario rabbits and it has the mario galaxy theme to it it felt as though the core of the game was almost moving in a direction where they're not going to rely on potentially having Mario be a staple, almost where this could just be a franchise on its own, devoid of Mario. 
like it wasn't as dependent on like the mushroom kingdom this time around it almost felt like as if rayman and the rabbits were doing this exact same game uh, it still would be a quality experience you think ubisoft is setting it up just in case <laughs> it almost feels like maybe that's something in the back of their mind where they can continue this line for the rabbits as a franchise just without mario being forefront uh, maybe like I, a I spin like off for other platforms copies though yeah, oh, absolutely mario but i mean the gameplay would still be saying, good. yeah I, I see what you're saying the gameplay would still be good whether mario was there or not like could they do this with rayman uh -huh. and maybe something else i mean they could i mean i felt that it should have been mario and rayman in the first place like it should have been mario and rayman characters teaming up together you know um i, I don't know rabbits are just dumb <laughs> i don't like rabbits i don't but i think i think that yeah you're you're the gameplay would work even without mario like it would still be mm -hmm. a hype game or it'd still be fun to play but obviously mario makes it you know way more appealing to right. so many more people but yeah i mean you're right though nate like they could like if if rayman is really dope in the game like the characters from rayman like could they just do like a game that's like rayman cross whatever or rabbids and yeah, that mario would be like the next and game? you know yeah. whatever they want to call it. and we know we're getting that dlc eventually where yeah. maybe we're going to get a sampling of the future direction that this ip could take in if the day ever comes where mario and rabbids is just no longer a viable path for them like i'm not saying that's is going to happen it's just the idea that you're not forced to have like mario in your party whereas in mm -hmm. the first one they made it a focus of mario is really the main character of this game everyone else is complimentary this time it's kind of make whatever you play the game how you want the theme is mario galaxy but you can make your party the way you want it you can experience the game your way in contrast to the first one where they basically positioned it as this is a mario game made by ubisoft <laughs> Evan, you want to hit us with a Discord question? I think this one might have a typo in it. How often do you all use portal emulators on Steam Deck, MIU, Mini, Retroid, Pocket, iNeo, etc.? I'm thinking he means portable emulators. Oh, okay. I have them all set up from the uh -huh. previous owner, but I I just use them just to see what they do. I don't know. I feel like I have so many emulation devices already. It's like, I just want to play the hardcore shit. Like, I was fucking playing Spider-Man. Yeah, like I was playing Spider-Man today while my car was getting serviced, and I was just like, "This is fucking great!" And then I got a free corn muffin. That was delicious. You yeah, that's what I, I usually corn muffin. Believe on, me, <laughs> on the Steam Deck, that's what I, I usually just play like the larger games rather than play like the uh, like there there are game there are game systems now that you can get that are pretty easy to find and cheap, and they play a lot of the like Dreamcast games and stuff even. Whereas the Steam Deck is one of those things where I can actually fire up Need for Speed Heat and play that as an example. And you really don't see that in any other handhelds. So that's kind of what I use my Steam Deck for mostly. But in terms of just... Uh, my PSP Go actually gets used the most right now for the emulation devices that are handhelds because it's smaller and it, the battery life's not bad on it. So. Mine, my PSP Go, the battery is the internal battery. Is it? Dead. It's I not too. It it's charge. not too Stop bad. Stop it! Or... I'll just okay, play. Sorry. I'll play something else. <laughs> I got a million other devices. Oh I'll be fine. man! Uh, <laughs> I do want to play around more with the Ioneo uh, Air that I have here. I'm gonna do a video on because it has an OLED screen. You so. could throw that uh that Logitech. Just throw that away. I should do a video on it though. It sucks, dude. <laughs> Uh, well, I have an update. I, I'm getting that week. razor. I'm getting that razor. What's that, Jordan? I have an update to last week. I uh, I've officially purchased a Steam Deck. Uh, oh, my boy. Okay, cool. When's it gonna yeah. be there? 
uh hopefully it says in the next two weeks so oh we'll have to get your first impressions on that uh, yeah i'm excited in, in the podcast I'm, I'm excited i felt left out everyone else was having fun with their steam deck and i'm like you know i, I don't have one i need to get deck. one it's time to get it's time it's time it's time, time. It's, it's it's a good entry sean is now a pc gamer all right I am. he's in he's in all right i just took the steam deck to do it but uh now he's playing as many pc games even as evan just watch yeah then <laughs> we'll have a land party and i'll bring my steam deck you technically you could yeah you can you have the you have a dock don't you yeah we, can, you we can play dark time you know i'm just land. a fucking idiot um because i looked at bob uh wolf's video on the steam deck dock because i wanted to see if it was any better and it's not at least as of right now but i was such an idiot that i wasn't comprehending that when i'm playing these games in docked mode I need to adjust things. I need to adjust the the screen resolution and stuff like yeah. that. But does it automatically do it? No, because each it, each individual game has its own individual settings. It's not like just a an easy thing. So like I was playing some game, like I was playing Spider Man. I was like, this is like fucking dog shit. Like it shouldn't look this bad. And I was like, oh, after I watched this video, it kind of clicked for me. So now that forty dollar six deck or whatever the fuck it's called, it's actually good. I like it. Mm. Okay, very good. Very good. You have another score question, Evan? What are your thoughts on Vampire Survivors as a game of the year contender? Anyone here play I that or was it like I just haven't May? played this game? Dude, people say this game is legit. Like, it it's is cool. the game. I do like it, but it's a lot of it's about like who's on the server with you. Like what are you doing on that look, server with people? Let me look at this game real quick. First impressions. It's, it's Vampire cool because it's, it's uh, isometric. It's similar to like a what Diablo and stuff like here? that. But it also involves <laughs> base, base building. There's like uh, camps and there's like NPC people that wander around and do stuff that are technically, I guess you would farm them for blood and stuff. Like it, it's a cool game. It's just I don't know. It comes down to who you're playing with and against. That could this make is not it exactly what I was expecting when I no, it typed wasn't. in Vampire Survivors. Yeah, when I first started playing it, I was like, oh, this I dropped is the I dropped the screenshot in the in yeah, that's I dropped a screenshot in the Discord for Vampire Survivors. Oh, I'm thinking the wrong one. Damn. That that's the right one, right? That that game. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. It it, it looks kind of like a sixteen bit kind of game almost. Yeah, chat's right. right. I was I was thinking V Rising for a second. I think my buddy played Vampire Survivors for like a day. I can't remember what else he did with it. All right, let me take a look at this. All right, I'll be. Get the it on your Steam Deck. There. You can you can double. Wait, I'm not buying that. Is that shit. a screenshot of the game? What the fuck is this bullshit? It's only three ninety nine. It's three. It Sean, it's, out, three, it's it, four dollars. First off, it came out early access twenty twenty one. So okay. no, it, it's not. Um, it can't be a candidate for twenty twenty two. A cheap well, minimalistic, be, right? Oh, our second good. A cheap minimalistic indie game is my game of the year. Let me adjust my glasses. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm sure it's a fine game, but it's a four dollar game, like John said. It looks like there's a bunch of shit happening on the screen. This ADD ass generation with a two second attention span. They probably like that shit. I thought you were the PC the ambassador over here. What happened? He turned real what quick you, on everybody. Fucking <laughs> ADD generation. Oh, I thought you said EDT generation. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funnier though. Oh, no. I you said EDT. <laughs> I was like, bro, chill. <laughs> Sean just turned on the whole PC community immediately. <laughs> no, I've been playing Uncharted on my PC. Mm. Man, apparently you got to get this game. You, you're, you're representing the PC crowd. You got to got to try out Vampire Survivors. There, I'm good a, on that. There's a lot of games that have come out since it in the same vein that 
conceptually are better in some ways so you can take a look around it's overwhelmingly kind of, positive on steam it's kind of like uh it's kind of like whenever one of those new titles comes out or the new concept thing comes out like PUBG and stuff and then all the games start coming out after it that refine it or change it so so that, so which streamer made this a big game see that, look people in the chat are saying enough. you got to play it first show them before you judge it I mean, it, it looks it looks fine. Like I, I'm watching the, the the trailer for the game. I understand it's Gauntlet. See, I'm old. I remember a game called Gauntlet, which is this pretty much same premise. Like I'm sure it's fine, but yeah, I think no. Brotato's the current one that people are talking about. Play right on your Steam Deck, Sean. There you go. <laughs> I can't. The Asmund Gold played it. There you go. Can't imagine the system requirements are very high. No, Penny you can probably run on the so. switch at this rate. Shit, you can run it on an old Nokia phone. <sighs> you have another Discord question, Evan. What camera are you currently using for YouTube? <laughs> uh, that one. Don't use one. I have a. This one right now is a. This is a Sony A sixty four hundred. I think for the the webcam usage. I, my the main one I have is like a Panasonic GH five, and then I have a G seven as well, and then a G eighty five. I don't know the name. A lot, of Panasonic, a lot of Panasonic cameras, actually. I'm thinking about it. They work well. You, you have another Discord question, Evan? What are, this is always a rough one. You have a G7, uh, Sean. Go on. But I don't use it anymore. Oh, great. <laughs> I just watched some gameplay of this Vampire Survivors game. I mean, it's a bullet hell game. Yeah, it's bullet hell. Yeah, it's a bullet hell mixed with gauntlet. Actually, the trailer looks pretty awesome. <laughs> It's not something I. Sean will be back next week, like just the dance. Yeah, Sean's gonna buy it when he can't sleep at three in the morning. He's gonna say, "This fucking game is awesome." Bro, my sleep is so jacked up. I guess I guess I'll. What are the worst, least bad, and most bland looter slashers released so far? Talking specifically, he's pointing out things like Godfall, Babylon's Fall, Gotham Knights. Uh, Currently, is one of them. There you go. All those. The the kind of the melee uh, looters. Yeah. Sort of. Uh, I mean, I'm going to say Babylon's fault because it didn't make it a year. I don't think it made it a week, right? Like, well, it, <laughs> I mean, technically it was, it, we all knew it was dead after a week, but yeah, I, they tried. They canceled seasons though. It went 11 and a half months and that was that. And that was square and platinum. So that's, I don't, maybe the looter melee doesn't really work that well. I don't know. What was that other one? Outriders? That's more. That's a shooter, though, and that actually did. That actually did well. Survived a bit. They got an expansion that people liked. That's the one where it. I feel like it did all right, and Square was just kept telling people can fly it. Didn't make any money, but they're the ones who have the numbers. So didn't the developers were like, yeah, we don't even know the numbers, and we don't even we're not even getting paid or something like. Yeah, we we trust them. We trust the publisher, the people who are telling us that it didn't make enough money to give us any money. Boycott them. Boycott. I'm calling for a boycott. Agreed. <sighs> I did that passively. <laughs> Most people I, you did. did. You I played Outriders. Wait, you didn't oh, announce man. it on Twitter and tell everyone to, so they can join your cause? What? I played Outriders. They were giving out bags for that game, and I never got one, so fuck them. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about Call of Duty, Sean. Modern Warfare 2. I, like I already people in the chat already said they like the campaign. Yeah, I find the campaign the to be boring. The campaign's good. Oh, my gosh. I don't Jordan. care about Hassan. Is, is Hassan here? Oh, Hassan was here. Oh, we got to find Hassan. Uh, oh, we found Hassan. Oh, wait, he beat me up. 
Oh wait, now we gotta go look for Hassan again. It's like fucking put a tracker on his ass or something. Like you, you're, 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 gonna find, you're gonna find him pretty soon, Sean. <laughs> uh, it's not. It's actually pretty early on in the game that you do find him. But what part am I on? I bought the part. I did the boat part, and now I'm. Uh, oh, I did the houses part where I was supposed to be shocked at that. that. That motherfucker pulled out his shit on me after we identified ourselves. That's on you, my brother. And so you know, um. I did that part, and then I found mm-hmm. that went into that house um, where you got to clean out the house. I don't know. It's just it feels very samey to me. Like, and people complain about fucking the Call of Duty or uh, Halo. Like, oh, you can't shoot the fruit or whatever. There's like no- nothing interactive in these. Like, you're in actual people's houses, and there's like a lamp, and I'm like meleeing the lamp, shooting a lamp. Nothing happens to the lamp. Two liter of soda on the on one of the counters. <laughs> I shot it, and it actually deflated, and soda came out. Yeah, but there's 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 certain picky things and like choosy. very wow. there's like a bottle that I found that was just in a hallway that led to nowhere where a bunch of guys came out of. So I didn't I guess they were like hanging out in there, like playing poker or something, waiting for me to emerge from the boat dock so that they could come out of that door. And there was a singular bottle there that I shot and you could do it. I mean, it's fine if you like Call of Duty campaigns. I've never liked them. I don't care about them. I play, I like military shooters for the multiplayer. They're a guilty pleasure of mine. So the reason I like what they've done here is because they dropped the campaign before the multiplayer. So when they drop the game completely, you might get pulled away from the campaign to go play multiplayer with some friends or whatever, you know. I kind of like the idea of I got a week, I'm going to play through the campaign and then I'll just roll into the multiplayer. I I at least, I kind of like that that setup there for it. But Jordan, you liked Modern Warfare the first one. The, well, yeah. the rebooted one we just had. You liked it. Yeah, we talked extensively, like, the visuals in that game and, and how impressive. The ending scene, after credits scene, mm-hmm. with uh, with Price talking with, with uh, Laswell, and they start going over the documents and seeing all the people in there, because they rebooted the series, and obviously fans of the first trilogy uh, have favorite characters, throughout that trilogy, they were getting killed off all over the place. Uh, the idea of this, this reboot is they bringing them back and mm-hmm. i think there was a lot of hype going to this one because after that that post credit scene they're starting to name ghost and soap and they reveal gaz is there and people got real hyped and they hit credits and everyone's like oh really mm-hmm. immediately in this you're just ghost immediately it's like here you are you're, you're gonna start running with this and then you get soap involved and they're doing that thing where they're going around between the different characters and they're introducing by like oh we need to go out here to this area i know someone and it pops in and it's like there's soap and they're like it. So they're doing a lot of that cool stuff for people who liked the original trilogy or the trilogy of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I really like what I'm seeing here. My only thing is the stakes don't feel very high and they're trying to convince me that they are right now. So I think they're leading up to that mid game climax where something big is going to happen because early on in the game, there's intercontinental missiles that are stolen by a terrorist group. And the way they did that is they kind of got around U.S. intelligence so that failed. So now they're concerned that something big is going to happen where terrorists have missiles that can hit any part of the U.S. Uh, and you're kind of going through. You have the set pieces, as Sean's saying, with the CQC, where you're going through the houses like that. That mission in the in the Modern Warfare that everyone remembers is really good. They kind of redid it like twice in this already. Uh, it's still it's still good, though. Um mm-hmm. They do the ghillie suit mission. I finished that up. So that's involved. And there are some other cool set pieces that I don't want to ruin. But I'm, I'm waiting for that big thing to happen where you're right in front of a nuke that goes off. 
that was a really big moment that a lot of people remember from the modern warfare or you're at the white house and it's and it's crumbled and you're looking out and they got the flag up there and it like those kind of things or somehow they figured out restaurants they figured out how to blow up the the the, the international space station somehow in that trilogy. i'm waiting for something like that to happen so yeah. that's kind of where i am now but i'm 10 missions in uh, and they're quick they're eight yes, to ten minutes very per. quick very quick so you're on and on and on you're moving they got they don't rest very long so I, I like the path either well yeah they just they kind of it's a narrative driven single player shooter it's a shooting gallery with set pieces and characters that you may or may like if you like the characters you're gonna like this game the only thing i've seen on the campaign because i've been very like like i know i'm gonna play it regardless but um i saw the pretty impressive visuals of just like i don't know the context of it but you're just walking in like first person in like a in a in a town or a city and it just visually looked pretty impressive like photorealistic to like maybe not the the people so much in their walking movements but the land that you're walking through looked really good the so interestingly enough about this is they are using like like the i think photogrammetry stuff but there is an option you can turn off or leave on it reserves 24 gigabytes of your drive and what it does is it streams and downloads assets as you need them per area to bring in like super high quality textures. So yes, the game looks really good when it comes to the landscapes and everything that you're running into. It, it is very impressive stuff. So they've, if you played the beta, the multiplayer, people were like, it doesn't look that great because it's they're turning down settings to keep that frame rate really high. No, no, this is like, they just went all out. It, it actually looks like that moment of, okay, this feels like they're shooting to use the PS5 and the Series X completely. So I like the campaign, what I've seen so far, but I also enjoy the characters and they're bringing all of them back. And now we're on this big mission where everyone's coming together to save a person. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Don't listen to Sean. It's fun. <laughs> and it's probably not gonna be that long anyway. The Call of Duty campaigns are short. They're like six hours, maybe. Mm -hmm. So enjoying it, though. Enjoying it. Let's uh, let's Evan, we got a discord question over there. Uh, just two things. One's someone okay. shouting out me doing all this for the Spawncast and editing Newswave. The other is uh, asking, where did I get my video editing experience from? Mm. Basically, you just have to look up, I guess, a list of commonly used terminology and then try to figure out what that does or how to do that for like ripple editing. I feel uh, like we just messed around with the software power. until we figured it out. That's part of it, but then you still you still have to know like the refining stuff, like how to use constant power, when and why, like stuff like that for audio and clipping. Um, and then program wise, if you're just looking to get into it to start, DaVinci's Resolve is usually a good way to go because it's free and it does basically everything. So that one's a solid one. Okay. And Let me it. go. Oh, yep. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll go back to some of the super chats here where did i leave off i think someone was making fun of the yankees i gotta find that 16-bit rival says it's always good to catch everyone live <laughs> it's late in the uk should voice actors be paid for the amount of work they do or the impact they make hmm, i feel the like the amount that's of good... work that they do oh, and okay. it could be incentive driven if if they hmm. make an impact but who's to say what character is going to make an impact how is the impact justified? I assume you're talking about a main character, but what about a side character? But if people like the side character more than the main character, should they, did they make more of an impact? It's a very, there's, a question, there's an answer, RGT. What? They should be paid what they feel that they're worth. 
And if you don't feel that you, if you don't feel like you're worth that, then go do something and find something else to do. You should be paid what you're worth. You should know your worth as a voice actor and don't do jobs that you feel that aren't paying you what you're worth. So there's not, I mean, I've seen a lot of people say there should be some set amount. Well, if it's a big game, they should get paid this. I'm like, no, no, that's not how any business works at all. They're not just going to, if it's a big game, what if the game doesn't sell well? What if the game is, you know, yeah, some well, games game make more than money. <laughs> yeah, some games make more than so it shouldn't just be some type of standard amount since it's a big game. That's just not how it works. And there's if you're a celebrity, how much work have you done? How much experience do you have? I was telling this on the um promotion, promotion. Yeah, promotion. If you have a big social media following, are you gonna be promoting exactly. this game? Like that, that about, shit's important in 2022. Like with Jordan, like you know, certain like advertisements, right? Like Jordan gets Genshin Impact, right? They're going to pay Jordan more than they're going to pay me because Jordan has more subscribers, has more followers, has more clout, gets more views. Same thing goes like they're not just going to we can be doing the same thing for a big game. We both have big channels. Right. But they're going to pay people more based on what their value is. Jordan's valued higher. Right. So it's not it's not just a set amount for a big game. You know, like some people don't don't get that. You know, there's also other factors that go into what what you get paid for various different things. So. So yeah, know what you're worth. So shout out to the voice actors though. Like know what you're worth and do jobs that you feel is worth, you know, what you're worth. Liam says, I like the week summary shorts format, John. See that Sean? He, shorts, YouTube shorts. He, he <laughs> was probably paid by you to give that. <laughs> uh, Truly Epic says the McRib is back, baby. We Jordan and I looked. It's not we, back in our yeah, regions yet. Oh well, man, I was excited and then disappointed all in the span of five minutes. <laughs> and I even checked like different food delivery apps because sometimes yeah. like Grubhub or DoorDash doesn't update quicker, and Uber, or Uber Eats does. And now it's nothing. Brandon says, "Cold Steel done." Thoughts? You're killing me. Big fan of y'all in the series. OJ, love you. But East Coast all the way. I'm from Florida. I, I have not gotten back to Cold Steel. It's 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 rough right now. Things are. East Coast all the way up from Florida, man. You just like dookied on yourself right there, man. But anyway, <laughs> hey, shout out, though. I appreciate it, homie. I haven't gotten East back Coast to all the way go Florida. I'm like what? <laughs> I haven't gotten back to it, unfortunately. But it's just like so much stuff is happening right now in terms of game releases. I haven't had a chance to get back to. I will though. I will. T Joe says Trails into Reverie just got announced for ps5 i'm hoping nisa does a free upgrade and save feature despite the ps4 version having vr support why must companies like sega not do this uh sega yeah Money. atlas they do kind of go just buy it again Money. and uh, i don't know this is from david who says rgt has a patreon supporter can i get first dibs on the logitech cloud handhold held would you take 150 in in sealed switch games jk love your content <laughs> no if, if, if you watch to the end of the video you'll know that, what the end game is for the logitech uh, okay. uh, cloud okay. okay let's see this is from h doom says when the yankees lose it's always a good day the hell it is <laughs> nate's nate's going through it right now okay this is it's either going to be a, one of the more embarrassing sweeps ever, or it could be one of the greatest comebacks in history. So you can sleep easy with that, Nate. Just Nate, just ain't beat, coming back. Nate, not just, winning a World Series while Boone is manager. Nate, just beat Plague Tale and experience ah. the pain of that, and that'll oh, make go. you lose focus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the Yankees probably lose tomorrow, then it's just all over. But so. you watch the Sixers. Like, oh, it could be worse. Cold. I did see that dive. It was hilarious. 
Gold Pac-Man says, did you know that Spawn the Demon of Hell once appeared in Archie uh, Sonic comic and that was before he appeared in Mortal Kombat 11? Hmm. I didn't know that. I don't watch, I don't read comics. Although I have some Knights comic books that were made by Archie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I Live for Retro said, did anyone notice the price of the original Silent Hill 2 go up? I I know it's already been kind of, it's It's been expensive for a while. But it probably went up even more. I think I have that. I think I have the Xbox version of that. Mm, okay. Okay. Rams fan says after the Silent Hill announcement, is Nate's neck hurting watching MVG duck and dodge him? Big shout out to MJ. <laughs> MVG's definitely been trying to avoid Silent Hill hard for the last several weeks. And I was talking to him before we recorded the podcast that the original announcement window for the Silent Hill event was in the first week of September while he was in Australia. And that information was actually confirmed in the metadata where it said 90922 for the presentation itself. And the tease would have been 90722. So MPG has been doing his best to avoid Silent Hill. That's okay. He's sleeping in his bed now at fucking seven o'clock at night, tucked in a little blankie, hot water bottle. Hot water bottle? <laughs> yeah. Sure. And Charter Wolf says, since Halloween is coming up, what is the scariest moment you've ever experienced in a game? I vote the entirety of Silent Hill 2. The, I kind of feel like that. It depends on your age, though. It kind of messes with you a little bit. Because I'm thinking of like, because I was younger, it was with the PS2, right? With the Metal Gear Solid 2 stuff. What? That was kind of freaky. No, no, where they tell you to turn off the PS2 and stuff. It starts like that. talking like, to you about like the save files you have and stuff. Yeah, I feel like that was that one was kind of like, wait a minute, that's strange. Because I, I, I didn't experience Eternal Darkness back then when it like had you didn't come play out. Resident Evil one. Yeah, I, I would I say really Resident find, Evil. I didn't really find the Resident Evil stuff as scary back then. No, but here's the thing. I did not have a PS1, and my biological yeah. father came down to visit me uh, me and my parents. And so he went, and we rented a PS1, and I didn't have a memory card. I didn't know you needed one because, mm. you know, I've been playing cartridge systems. And so I'm playing the game. I get up to the yawn. I'm like, holy fuck, what am I supposed to do here? The yawn kills me, and they're like, oh, go fuck yourself. And I was like, <laughs> wait. It didn't save anything. You need a memory card. What the fuck? It pissed me <laughs> off so much. Uh, this is from uh, D'Angelo says, Spawn, watch your video earlier today. I want yours in the cast opinion. Do you some triple some companies, triple A companies will opt out of Xbox over the Series S? No, 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 I don't think so either. Uh, I, 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 you know, the Series S is actually selling well for Microsoft, too. That's the, the guy who really started tough. the claim made a game. That was like, what, like about a goldfish. Like he, yeah, he's a mobile developer. He's a mobile developer. He makes and, mobile games. And his first yeah. release on the Series X released in such a poor state that none of the inputs on the controller would even register in the game. So I'm not going to take the opinion of a developer who can't release a basic mobile port on the Xbox seriously, when it just seems as though he might have an agenda against Microsoft and the Xbox. You kind of have to remember the, the term developer is not the same as it was back in the 90s. You know, the the barrier of entry to develop games for anything has completely changed. We're like, one jerk off can make like a fucking huge game. I don't know why I call him a jerk off. He might be a nice person. But like one individual can make like a, a whole game. And, you know, look at like back on the Wii U, all those indie games that came out that nobody remembers that were made by like one person because nobody was making games oh, for it. You what, know? About, what about uh, Timon? 
Smectala. Who? Di Dying Light 2 lead designer who said in February 2022, we're fixing the co-op issues, was responding to someone about Dying Light 2, uh, and they were talking about the series. Oh, S, I know what you're talking about. But the console's GPU is holding us back. But then that was proved to be bullshit because, because they said... They said they couldn't do certain mm -hmm. graphical things uh, in terms of frame rates and resolution. Mm -hmm. And then they released a patch to do the frame rates and resolution. They did. They, they couldn't do. Yep, they did. Because uh, to my understanding, because uh, I, I had a good conversation with MVG earlier today about that. Uh, things have improved, obviously, in the background as well as after the system has come out over time, which is development tools, too. So but it seems like Dying Light 2 got worked out. So I assume the goldfish game will be okay too. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we should Maybe. have him come on. We'll have him come on the after show. Like, what the there fuck you is your deal? According, according to Tippycraft, uh, uh -huh. you can get Ski Sniper on Steam Deck, Sean. Oh, Whoa. that's like Whoa. the definitive edition. Might have to check the concurrent <laughs> player count for that game. I don't think are. it would register. Sicilian <laughs> gamer is every, is everyone more excited for RE4 remake or Silent Hill remake? Also, I specifically don't want to hear RGT85's opinion. You're gonna hear it anyway. Let's uh, let's talk about the Resident what? Evil what? showcase. Because uh, I, you know, I was going into this showcase with pretty low expectations overall. I I didn't feel like we we're gonna see anything too new in terms of big announcements, like brand new announcements we already kind of knew about some of the stuff they were going to show man resident evil 4 oh my goodness. this is this is the highlight right i mean yeah resident yes. Village, and then the 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 rose dlc sure that's can, out next can week. we say uh, man resident evil 4 remake looks good this is a remake bro this bro. is a remake like when people say remake and then you say remake and you're like wow i mean listen i'm not trying to hate on sony no, Not fuck that. I took Sony. shots at them in my video. I, I know you did, but damn, this makes The Last of Us Part 1 look terrible in comparison. Like, goodness gracious, man. Like, it, 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 it looks fucking amazing. It makes it look, because, like, you've got new moves. The graphics look incredible. New the areas, game, too. Yeah, new areas. You've got new destruction. Like, the, the chainsaw dude can, like, close off areas. Like, like... You can block the parry. That was like the cool. I was like jumping yeah, up and down. The chainsaw was getting thrown around. He was knocking pillars over and like the roof was coming down on him yeah. and stuff. And he still come after you. It, that it, was wild. You, you still have the same strategies. Like even like in that first area, like at the village place, like you can like where like you can go up, you get the shotgun, you can go out the window. But then like they change it up, man. I mean, I was blown away by how awesome this game looks like incredible, like incredible. This is like the, the RE engine is like, on overdrive you a chainsaw you know, with a knife you know what else was blown that? away that what? cow leon yeah, that cow. That cow. the, cow. the cow's just chilling cow. he's like i'm living life in the barn i'm not doing anything wrong leon's like fuck you cow shoots the lantern just bursts him in the flames i'm just saying it's like Mope. I well, like they still ashley <laughs> ashley there's a there's a whole different subplot going on with her in the game like oh yeah yeah holy shit man that was that was bro they, they yeah. still have like the corny lines in there too yeah where well, I mean, like where he blew up the thing he's like send me the bill for the damages <laughs> like, oh yeah you gotta keep those and did you see my girl honey oh my god did, 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 you, <laughs> did, did you see my girl Whew, well they, they also confirmed that the bingo lines in there too they're yep. keeping that yeah but did you see the dog is dead yeah when that's, you, when that's you an interesting the dog, one. he's dead we'll see the dog, we'll see. The dog. We'll see. 
We'll see. Dog might have a cub. Or might have, is that it better be, because if I don't hear Leon say, hey, it's that dog, the game automatically loses one-tenth of a percentage point. Okay, it's still a 9.9 .9 out of 10. Hey, <laughs> if they want that 10, that dog better show up. That game's a 10. It looks like a 10. <laughs> it looks... It, it, it looks... But, now, we have to talk about the real controversy I, here with this game. Shut the fuck up. I know what exactly where you're going. <laughs> you to Lewis. That's not my yeah, Lewis. My man, my man looks, no, literally, like, my man looks like... What happened to him? He's been a registered offender. Like, he looks like a registered <laughs> offender. Multiple-time registered offender. I'm just saying. Come on, he, he was cool in the original. Now he's he looks some, like some dweeb. That's not my Lewis. That guy can die. I don't give a fuck about him. I felt bad when Lewis died in the original. I want this motherfucker to die Maybe already. He survives. Maybe he survives. In this oh, movie. that's terrible. Now it's down to a nine. <laughs> the dog's not there, and Lewis is this weird freaking guy. This is going to be Capcom. next year. Come on. Next year is is uh, starting to shape up to be pretty. I mean, we said this about this year, and then everything got kind of messed up again, and stuff got delayed and moved around and shuffled and. 2023 is starting to look pretty good already. Well, we got Zelda in there, Resident Evil 4. Fire Spider Emblem Man. Engage, you piece of shit. Fire Emblem Engage has been the first thing you said. Dead Space. Dead, Dead, Dead Space. Space. Spider-Man's going to be in there. Octopath Traveler 2 is uh, Persona 3 and 4. And also One Piece Odyssey, which looks fantastic for One Piece. Can't uh, be worse RPG. than last one. one away. Straw Hat fan. <laughs> Yeah. Huge Straw Hat fan. That <laughs> anime is the, the fans. The, the amount of fans for that anime is ridiculous. I, by the way, I said how I, many episodes there are. I said, hey, maybe I'll check it out. Someone was like, there's 1,200 episodes. I was like, yeah, maybe someday. <laughs> that was it. It's I funny. know a YouTube channel that that watches them though. He can catch you up to speed. Yes, I'll Roger. DM you his details. Oh. <laughs> what? Okay. okay. Oh, you're just gonna say Roger. I thought you were saying Rogers as well. Oh, no, I was thinking of someone else. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> Shout out to Rogers' base. <laughs> uh, you know what? RE4 remake looks good. People were real worried about this for a bit, though, right? The remake, what are they going to do? Are they going to mess it up? Could they ruin the legacy of Resident Evil 4? A lot of that concern, though, is when we were coming off Resident Evil 3, where they removed content. Nate was talking some smack yeah. on this. I yeah, remember this clearly. That's Resident Evil 3. Nobody not. cares about Resident <laughs> Evil 3. Like, they Resident cared Evil enough 2 to remake it. Yeah, it was a quick... They wanted quick money. They sold, How many copies? Didn't they sell, like, uh, 4 million copies or 5 million copies of that? I forgot yeah. how much they said that they sold. The, yeah. problem they sold. With, the problem with 3 is that it's actually... It's a good game. It yeah. just wasn't worth $60. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying they just wanted to get it out there because they have the engine yeah. they could have just they just wanted just, to get it out they, they should have been able to see it too yeah it, it exceeded five million copies in sales yeah, yeah bam that's tons of money you know so that they just wanted to get that out there but i knew that they're going to take their time with because like resident evil 2 was awesome everyone loves resident mm. evil 2 so with four you can't mess four up that's suicide for the you know for the franchise the only thing I mean, with four that people really had questions were were you going to hit all the main story points that the original game had and based on this latest round of footage we're seeing all those key areas we still have the and more fight. we're seeing that they are expanding mm. upon it so they're definitely looking to the original paying respect to it expanding upon it and making this a more fuller coherent What's game while retaining that campy weird one-liners that leon's going to deliver let's good get, let's get real for a second here <laughs> will this this game be the best-selling resident evil game Hopefully, we'll get, we'll oh, get what's, there. What's the current one? Is it Resident Evil Resident 6 still? 7. Resident Evil 7. Oh, okay, 7. So seven 11, 11 million units. 
Okay. I did not know Resident Evil. I thought Resident Evil 5 was still their best song. Yeah, I'm looking at their platinum list now, and that they have it listed at 11. Million. Well, it's it's multi-plat. It's available on PlayStation 4. I don't see why it wouldn't be. And it's showing up early enough in the generation to where it'll probably continue selling throughout it pretty easily. So, I like Resident Evil 2, for example, the remake there, 9.8 million. God damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I knew that was, was so, but I mean, it's also being sold like it's been discounted for quite a while. It's been it's like down to like, sure. you know, sure. so people are picking it up like crazy. But, but, that, yeah. but yeah, just going by the numbers of number of copies. Yes. Dude, Resident Evil 4 remake has the most hype behind it that I've ever seen after that showing. I, people are going to go into this ready to buy. I feel like oh, imagine I, Krauser. What they're going to do. Oh, yeah, the Krauser show. fight could be crazy. Yeah. So. I that think the lake? The lake? What, what are they going to do with the lake? Gonna... Yeah, we saw a bit of the lake. We saw the creature. It looked awesome. Wait. Dude, the I Switch Pro's on the way, too. It's going to be crazy. Can I have that right? <laughs> I, uh, hey, I'm, I'm here. I, Resident Evil 4 Remake looks good. I think it will be the best-selling Resident Evil game. Yeah. And I think it'll do that in a hurry, too. I, I think. I mean, Resident Evil 2 came out. Resident Evil 2 is 2019? At, and it's at 10 million about. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think it's gonna do it quick. Like a free year upgrade, two free up. If you have the PS4, free upgrade to the mm -hmm. PS5 version as well. So that's mm -hmm. that's cool. You get those PS4 users who don't have a PS5 yet, and it's probably still gonna look and play amazing on PS4 because of the RE engine, you know. So, so yeah, like I'm I'm thoroughly excited for that game, and it comes out at a good time too. A couple months before uh, for Tears of the Kingdom, so get. That's at the end. It's coming out nice and early in the year. Yeah. It's going to be after Dead Space. Right now, it doesn't really have any big competition with it. Mm -hmm. So it has March pretty much to itself. And if it stays that way, it's going to be a huge seller for, I mean, for the entirety of 2023. Now they just need to announce some separate ways DLC and be looking good. Capcom's on a roll to think they were so close to being bought by Microsoft. Oh, uh, well, they're doing good. Go. Capcom is uh, always I'm mean, between Monster Hunter, Resident Evil. Are we going to talk about Resident Evil 8, like the third person mode? And now it's actually playable now. Can we talk? Actually, oh. I played that demo. And Why I do you hate that... first person so much? First person is yeah. fine. First person is <laughs> <first person, laughs> terrible. I hate Immersion. first person, Ari. Terrible. I hate Immersion. it. Immersion. No, Immersion. no. Resident Evil. <laughs> that's why we're all hyped for Resident Evil 4, right? Way more hype than freaking first person. I put it in first days. person. It's fine. We all know Resident Evil 4 is going to dookie on Resident Evil 8 and 7. Oh, yeah. We all yeah, know this. It's not even going to be close. Resident yeah, Evil 2 dookies because it's on Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4 is. I mean, to be fair, the best selling Resident Evil game is in first person. Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 2 dookies on both of those. Resident Evil 2, which one's better? Resident Evil 7 or 8 or Resident Evil 2 Remake? Which one's better? Uh, apparently, I'll have uh, about 1.2 million other Answer people the question. <laughs> Which one do you like more? Resident Evil 7, 8, or Res Resident Evil 2 I like, Evil two, I like two. Resident I'm Evil 5. Thank you. Okay, thank you. That's all I wanted to know. Who said Resident Evil 5? <laughs> <laughs> What's more ridiculous, the boulder punch or the chainsaw blocked by a butter knife? Well, supposedly, some people are saying that he's blocking it with his gun. It looks like he was blocking it with his gun. That was a, that was a, was it? It was the gun? I, I, I thought, I nice. thought he, at last second, when the chain, he just holds up his hand with the gun and holds the other side of it. Ah, uh, well, now I hate it. Thank you. Everyone just ruined that for me. I like that it was a knife there for a while. I mean, it could be. That's what I thought I saw. I don't know what the oh, actual answer is. From a 9.9 .9 to a 9.8. Just keeps mm. going down. Game is ruined. Was his gun? Was his knife? Like an easy knife. His gun. See, nobody knows. He blocks it with his gun. Next, it's just going to be his hand. He's going to be like, he's going to block it with his dick. Come on, give it to me. 
Jesus. Just right in the teeth. Sean, your after show doesn't go live for another 20 minutes. That's true. The thing Sean will do for a McRib. Yeah, there will be. Uh, Sean's going to hold up the. You're going to do the after show, Sean, then? I'll yeah, do it for a little I bit. Signed you up for it. Okay, good. He's going to do the after show. I got a video got to edit anyway, so that'll work out. Um, let's uh, let's see. You said we're going to Discord questions, Evan? Yeah, we're good. This is knife. It's his knife. It's his knife. It's okay, not his good. gun because he's holding it. He's holding the handle like this, and it's clear. It looks like it's definitely a blade. That's a good knife. Yeah, that's on top of Or a really bad chainsaw. Got that adamantium. Xbox lost PlayStation <laughs> One. Says with everything going on right now with voice actor drama, what do you guys think about the sticky situation brewing between Jack and Mike? Sounds sounds tough. Sounds tough. I mean, I you know, read read that properly. Read that properly, John. Jack and Mike. No, I know Jack and Mike. I'm just reading them by first name base. I know. I know. No, read their last name. What? Sof and Hawk. There you go. What's wrong with that? Oh, just read their names. This that man sounds the, like normal government names. I don't know why I got a name out like that. To he make you to read this. He paid for to, disappointment. That's what he did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you don't give me Xbox trash, PlayStation One. You give me the money. I'll say I don't give a fuck. It's a donation. <laughs> Pyro says thoughts on Steam Deck. CPU and GPU temps. I heard we shouldn't push the system past 95 degrees. Thinking overheat can damage the lights. I mean, yeah, if you, if you bro, this motherfucker's like an oven. I don't even turn the heat on in my house. I just position the steam deck towards the fan. Can get kind of loud sometimes. Funny all the game you're playing, you can feel the heat blasting out of the top of it. I know people are like overclocking, do all kinds of stuff to it, but I would be a little, little careful with that. Jack says, "Yo, John, you a snork for real? If you are, not cool." <laughs> Sounds like an after show topic. Thank you. <laughs> this, Scar says, I'm just here to see RGT hand over the crown to Nate for Silent Hill gloating. That's fine. I can do that. Cue pomp and circumstance. Steven, Steven says, which remake would you prefer? Zelda Ocarina of Time, Dino Crisis, or Rayman? Rayman. Rayman. Uh, Rayman can fuck off out of this equation. Dino Crisis? <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, Dino I'd Crisis say Dino Crisis. Rayman. <laughs> Could you picture a Dino Crisis on the RE engine? Yeah, well, how, are you, how are you remaking Rayman? Rayman's a gorgeous looking 2D pixel art game that still holds up today if you have a way to Remake output again. the, the original version onto like fucking play it with Duck Station on your PlayStation 1 and just upscale like it. It's beautiful. Does it have does it have <laughs> does it have ray tracing? Yeah, does it have ray tracing? It's called Rayman, so it should have ray tracing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Sean. Mm. Yeah. Next yeah. question. Justin says playing Dead Space again in prep for the remake. Trying to beat it on Impossible without getting hit. I'm on chapter seven. Who on the cast wow. likes Dead Space? I think everyone like. Well, most mm-hmm. of us like Dead Space. Dead Space is very good. I, I haven't. Just... I haven't done that on like the, no. the Impossible or anything. But you ever played it on the Series X? What a game! Did you ever play the Wii one? No. Oh, I played the light gun oh, yeah, game. Yeah. yeah, it was actually pretty fun. It's yeah, good. it was not bad. bad. It's just not the game anyone wanted when they announced Dead Space for the. No, Wii. not at all. <laughs> but I ended up picking it up anyways. I still have it, I believe. I had the Resident Evil light gun ones. Those were great. Oh, the Umbrella yeah. Chronicles too. Those, yeah, those, those are so, so good. Yeah. Dark Side Chronicles is fu- is really fun. Yes, both yeah. the, both of those are awesome. Dark Side Chronicles is really the only, the closest we may even get to a remake of Code Veronica. <laughs> Undefined, no message. Thanks, Undefined. Shadow Nexus says, any of you played As Dusk Falls? Fantastic story. Nate liked it. Yeah, it's a good game. Uh, let's see. This is from Victor saying, according to Dusk Golem, they may sh- 
Oh, Shadow Drop, the unannounced PT demo-like Silent Hill, a short story game, just like Kojima Production Shadow Drop PT on the PlayStation Store. So there's five Silent Hill games total. Yeah, that 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 short message demo that popped up. That nothing happened with that in the stream. So maybe maybe they just drop it. Demolition Man says Castlevania 2 should be done by Mercury Steam. Oh, that'd uh, be great. Yeah, one once before, and everyone was Ooh, this seems about time it. This seems time sensitive. One video game dude says, love you guys, but question for RGT85. My ex is texting me again. Should I respond? What's she texting you about? Like, if she's texting you to hang out or something, like, nah, bro. Oh, I, oh, I don't know why y'all broke up, though. That, you know, that, that kind of plays a role. Were you the dick? Was she the dick? Um, that I mean, sounds like the other dumb. guy the dick. That Was sounds like the RGT85 uh, after show. It's not the channel name. It's RGT Live and Extras. Come on, sit down on the couch. Let's talk about this. Hey, we had some serious discussions on that show about faking orgasms and how a man can do that. One video game dude, I would I would check out Sean, his after show coming up, because I, I feel like he, they would be able to have a good conversation with you. Ruffle says, Nate, any chance of Konami bringing Sparkster back? Oh, they're going to tear this. They're going to tear this ballpark down. Jeez. Go ahead, Nate. If there's a value in it, sure. Just not that fucking shit that they did the last time. Burn says, now this is obviously a speculative question with the next switch. How likely do you guys think performance patches would be first and third party odds? Like, would they update their original games to run better on the switch? Yes. Let's just say pro or a next gen one that's backwards compatible, but there would be patches for older games if they want. Uh, probably more successful games would get them. Um, yeah, but otherwise relatively low. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. This is from Francis. Says I shart on Gotham Knights. I shart on 30 FPS. I shart on the flawed logic of the UK CMA. If Alan Wake Switch had a physical edition, I'd shart on it. You just shart on the digital edition. It's a he, lot of shart. Amber Heard, Heard sharted on mine. <laughs> Says John, we need a fitness channel called Swole Wave. I don't know if I have enough time to do all that. There's well, I mean, you're wasting time playing fucking Gotham Knights. Hey, I played it so that I could then basically, as this person says, they shard on Gotham Knights. So, <laughs> so there you go. I mean, I, I basically hate beat Saints Row so I could talk about it here. And that's how you guys knew that that there was a DMX track with jet skis upside down in the games. There you go. Yeah, that was like the highlight of the game. It was. (laughs) Brian says, I just beat Xenoblade 3 today. Phenomenal game. Should I beat or should I play Persona 5 next or SMT 5? Spawncast, keep up the great work. Many hearts. I think Persona 5 will take you longer than SMT 5. SMT 5 is just is is can be just as long depending on how much content you're doing. It 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 took me 130. 40 or 50 hours mm. to get through that so if you do everything it's a 100 plus hour game or if you're going for like the secret ending but sure. just normally yeah uh persona 5 is longer like the royal because like the royal content that they add in there is longer unless you're playing like on the easiest difficulty if you're playing on the easiest difficulty then you can blow by both of those games in 50 hours or something now like we're that. talking adam says mario rabbit sparks of hope is a great game played for th- oh played for three hours last night love the combat who in this group is getting pokemon scarlet violet in a month think most of us i am oj yeah i jordan might we'll see i don't know maybe yeah. jordan yeah you don't like pokemon oh, no. that much, do you? no i don't what would tell you i like pokemon you know i was thinking about getting uh ryan mystic ryan to come by to talk about pokemon when that drops too see mm. if we can get him on here for it yeah makes sense 
and then Jordan can tell us about it too. If he yeah. if he gets it, of course. I'm not, no pressure. Right, no, right, pressure right. no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> uh, then Fee says, "So Sparks of Hope is a Mario-vania. Sorry, guys. Mm. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah, technically it would be. Brent says, it's got my first 360 and is hoping you all have some suggestions of games that are slapping. Oh, the, the Gears no, of War series? No need to suggest, no need to suggest Gears or Halo immediately. <laughs> Lost Odyssey. Series. Lost Odyssey. Fantastic just, game. Spec Ops The Line, Blue Dragon. The Dragon Ball Z Budokai collection is not backwards compatible. Two on Human, two human two. What? <laughs> Not the Budokai, too human. The Budokai collection nights. is annoying because they uh, did some censorship and stuff with it, but it's still good. Uh, and that's not backwards compatible, I assume, for licensing issues with the Xbox <laughs> series. <laughs> I like those, though. Those are good ones. Uh, and Fable, Blue Dragon, Fable 1, 2, and 3. Wide first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Sean was all screwed up looking. Really? <laughs> Yeah, you were stretched. Wow. You were like sideways to you. You were kind of yeah. like you were like this. <laughs> I didn't do anything. It was like one of those like the baby memes, but like white guy. Strangle says if RE4 remake doesn't have the suplex automatic zero ten, I feel like it's gonna have the suplex. It better oh, have, the suplex. have suplex. Yeah. It better be like Brock Lesnar suplex. Yeah, it's gotta be like Zangy for wait. Doesn't he power drive people? Yeah, I wanna see something crazy. Yeah. Next gen. Sly, Suplex. Sly says RGT where that mustache, bro. It's coming back. It's just it's taking us time. Little Anonymous says RGT five. Where when is Worms Armageddon remake out? Yeah, Sean. Is yeah. That a thing? yeah. I don't know. What the hell, Sean? Xbox Lost PlayStation One says I go offline barely a week and the internet is a mess because Chris Pratt is voicing Bayonetta or something. Let's uh <laughs> Yeah, that's about well, right. That's our that's our last topic is the is the a voice acting situation that took place with Bayonetta. We covered it when it was first breaking. We didn't have all the information and we kind of, that's basically what we were saying at the time. Now we have a lot more information and uh, it kind of seems like everything's over and now we're just ready for the game to come out next week. There was and, a telltale and, sign. Oh gosh. Well, you know, we're almost an after wrong. show. Go ahead, Sean. Here's how we should have been very suspect about this from the start, because this woman has lied to us before. If you look at her profile picture on Twitter and then you look at the person that made that video, maybe oh. like uh, maybe the profile picture was a younger sister, maybe the lady's daughter or something. Th that lady's been lying from the get go. Not even the same person. So what happened here was there was uh, more information came out after Jason Schreier at Bloomberg and then a bunch of other independent outlets corroborated it that instead of just the <laughs> technically the four thousand dollar mark was correct but it wasn't for the the right thing that was for a cameo appearance that was at the end of the negotiation and originally she asked for six figures and residuals the offer really on the table was three to four thousand per session for uh four to five sessions so it sounded like they were going to be anywhere from fifteen to twenty thousand dollars to voice Bayonetta, and it turns out that's 16 to 20 hours worth of recording, which it's going to be hard. It's it's going to be hard to get people on your side with sympathy if it's a thousand dollars an hour average. I know it's technically different for independent contractors, all these things, but it's hard to get people on your side as opposed to oh, it was just going to be four thousand dollars for the whole thing. Uh, so after that information got out there, Helena Taylor is ready to put it behind her now. <laughs> The information that she put out there, literally two days later, she's like, you know what? I'm, I'm done talking about this. It's like, we're talking about this because you brought it up. 
Platinum, obviously, or somebody at Platinum accidentally leaked some papers to places like Bloomberg and stuff showing that your claims were bullshit. And now you're mad that you got caught. If if I'm her and I'm right in what I'm saying, I, I feel that, you know, I was only offered $4,000 total to do everything. I would, I wouldn't back down. I would keep going. I would show my receipts. I would show all this. You've already broke NDA. You have nothing to lose at this point. You don't have a career in video game voice acting because you've only done one character. You're not a Jennifer Hale who you decided to take shots at, you know, and fuck man. It's, just it was such a stupid situation and so many people kiss that fucking woman's ass and then go and then the second it came out that it was bullshit they cowered in fear and you can say whatever you want about max dreamcast guy but at least max had the fucking balls to be like all right you know what she lied my bad all these other fucking people that were fucking simping for her, all these fucking developers and Twitter check marks and all these people, nobody fucking took accountability for that to say, you know what, I fucked up. You know, shit, my bad. It's so fucking stupid. And that's, oh, that shit drives me nuts, dude. Drag it drives me gears. nuts. I, it drives me I nuts. I agree. I, uh, dude, I made multiple videos on covering this. And oh, yeah, I paid for my names. family's Christmas gift. You got called bootlicker. You got called fanboy. You got called anything if you said, oh, you're siding with the corporation as if Platinum Games doesn't have people that work there that are affected by it. As if Platinum Games is nothing. Oh, they work They work for a corporation, so their opinions and their feelings don't matter. They can get harassed. Who cares? This It's this woman that's, you know, her up against the world, you know, against this evil corporation. My problem is that there's too many damn check marks. No offense to... The check marks here. Uh, I'm a check mark. I hate our own kind. Look, there's too many damn check marks that have this bullshit out there, man. Like sitting there and saying, "Oh well, it was low hanging fruit," because they're not boycotting Activision. They're not boycotting all these other places. They're not doing. They, they they'll say that they'll boycott, boycott, then they don't end up doing it. But oh, Everyone's I can pick Bayonetta because they don't care about Bayonetta. They none of these people actually cared about the Bayonetta franchise. But let me try to make a stand for my Twitter, my weirdo Twitter audience. Twitter where misinformation is literally amplified all the time. Like it's the number one source of misinformation is Twitter. So that, that was the issue that I had. Is like they, see, that's, they, that was the issue with the thing is that you heard one side of the story, and then people just ran with. Well, this must be the truth. Even though in her own videos, there were inconsistencies with the story, like claiming that Bayonetta was a franchise that has generated revenue of $450 million, which is mathematically impossible. Well, and, and I see... Oh, no, keep going, sorry. And that was the thing is, as you listen to the story, it began to fall apart. And even when other voice actors were coming out and saying, well, you know, $4,000 is within the range for us, but we're smaller actors and such it started to fall apart more and more, but everyone made reactionary statements. They immediately jumped to the boycott because she asked for the boycott, where it should have just sat down and said, wait a minute, I'm listening to what she is saying. It doesn't add up. Let's see if more comes out of this story because when you violate an NDA, the company has the right to respond. Platinum eventually did put out a statement. It wasn't a great statement. It was really a statement that they didn't have to put out. It didn't help them in any way. It didn't hurt them. But Bloomberg comes with the receipts. What's her response to that? I'm done talking about it. Now, as Sean said, if she has the receipts where her claims are accurate, show them. You have nothing to lose at this point. The fact that she defaulted to, 
I'm done with this topic. I'm putting the bloody game behind me now. Shows you went out there, you did a parasocial experiment to get sympathy into your claim. It backfired because you were lying about it. You put forth the story you wanted to tell. You didn't lie per se. Your 4,000 figure was accurate. You just left out all of the backstory of how the 4,000 figure was just for the cameo appearance. You omitted the fact that they offered you $20,000. You said, no, you wanted a hundred grand plus royalties. They said, we're not going to hit that number. Negotiations fell apart. They offered you a cameo appearance as a nice farewell gesture for all the work you have done for the franchise. You rejected and you went to social media to slander the company, the only company who's really given you a voice acting job in the last 20 years? Ever. And it sounded like they were bending over to do something with it. Like they were even $4,000 for a cameo is like, that's weird. Why would they do that? I, I guess they I mean, really it would appear the from the information that we have, it would appear that Camille respected her. He wanted her to be Bayonetta. He yeah. went out of his way to make monetary offers to have her in the game, even when negotiations broke down, still wanted to her do a cameo appearance to respect the work she had done. She refused. What more can a company do? I made you an offer that was more than fair for her status in the voice acting industry. She rejects. The company has to move on. They didn't do anything illegal or unethical here. She says her worth is $100,000 after only voicing Bayonetta and Bayonetta 1 and 2. They said, your worth is $20,000. Nate, Nate, though, man, like, the what's frustrating, like, none of the other developers said, like, hey, let's, like, like you said, like, it was, like, you know, J.P. Callum's talked about this. He's a former Platinum Games. And he's like, yo, mm -hmm. where was the support for Platinum Games? Like, the developers that had nothing to do with this. Like, nobody came to their defense at all. Not a single one. But we right. saw Corey Balrog retweeting, uh -huh. He quote tweeted her first, and then said, and then he delete, he he undid that. Did he really? Oh no! Yeah, he undid it, and then just did a retweet, <laughs> yeah. and he still has oh, that retweet, man. and he didn't update his audience. He's just retweeting God of War stuff now. But where's the update, my boy? You, you well, know somebody what I'm called and him out on that. And as the developers, I guarantee Corey knows people who work code. at Platinum, where he could have reached out and saying, "Hey, this has really happened over there," and they could have said, "No, like Corey, what she's saying isn't technically untrue. She's just omitting." all of these details. And, you know, when you're in that position, like a Corey and this type of situation erupts, maybe don't be reactive. Don't jump to Twitter for, you know, for any purpose, just sit back. This, and the worst part is her point of the voice actors being underpaid in the industry. She likely could have made that point not fabricating the numbers. She could have came out and said, I was offered fifteen dollars to $20,000 for the role of Bayonetta 3. I refused. I wanted more pay. And here's the reasons why. I voiced mm -hmm. Bayonetta and Bayonetta 1 back on the 360 PS3 release. I did not get residuals when the game was re-released on PS4, Xbox One, Switch twice. Mm -hmm. I didn't get residuals when Bayonetta was voiced in Smash Brothers, where they did archive voice samples from my prior work. And when I view that game sells 30 million copies and I didn't get a penny, I'm kind of upset of how the industry operates. And people may have seen that and said, you know, I kind of feel for you in that situation, but to come out and fabricate the story for sympathy and then get angry when the receipts are shown that you hurt your cause and you've actually hurt the discussion around should voice actors be 
paid more? Should there be residuals involved? How should they go about this industry wide? And everyone who just knee jerk reacted when the story first hit a week ago, wait, just wait for a little more information, especially when the story itself was inconsistent. Well, and the thing of it is, is that there's people saying, oh, I see in the chat, you know, 15, 20 K that's too low. Um, if, if that's your one job and the one thing you do for the year working, what, a couple, couple days doing voice acting like, yeah, maybe that's too low. Have you ever heard Jennifer Hale complain about stuff like that in the industry? No, because she works her fucking ass off. How is that too low? Wait a minute. Hold up. Stop putting these. Listen, the thing thing of it is, the thing of it is some games, you could probably make a case. Bayonetta doesn't make any fucking money. I don't know if you understand how how business works and shit, but Bayonetta makes no fucking money. So it'd be being, being, being paid 15 to 20 grand to work on a game that makes generates no money at the end of the day. It's really probably just a write-off thing. It's, it's probably just a way for Nintendo to, to pad their catalog and be like, Oh, look, we have this game. If I'm like, voicing crazy, the main character bro. in GTA six for four to five days. Of work. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, for up. four to five days of work. Yeah. There's not a goddamn person in this chat on this panel. That's making 15 to 20 grand for four days of work. Four, well, listen, guys, listen, her job, and I get it, it's a video games, and it, you guys <laughs> like to romanticize it, you know, and everything, but my mom's a nurse, and she saves lives, and she don't even, she don't make that, and she's been working there for 20 years, so she don't make 20K in 16 hours, for, and she works for a multi-million dollar hospital, so they got plenty of money, by the way, okay, and she ain't making that, she gotta work all year, you know what I'm saying, to make what she was asking for, and it's a multi- million dollar hospital so i don't want to hear oh that's too low because she's because she works video games so her job is better than other people's jobs that are normal jobs like fuck out of here with all that like no like listen you're paid what you're worth okay yeah if and she that, wants and to demand what she wants to demand that's fine right. but that doesn't mean she gets the to thing. take down everybody in the process like that's and, ridiculous and that's the thing is that she came into this role again she oh. only has this voice actor role she is not a renowned voice actor across the industry voicing hundreds of characters a year it's just bayonetta the fact that you're not worth a hundred thousand dollars it's a harsh true statement that you cannot come in and command that type of money if you may have come in and said you know i'm happy with the 15 20 000 offer i would also like residuals of one tenth of one percent maybe platinum and nintendo would have listened and said okay this is what we're anticipating in terms of sale. If we hit this milestone, we'll give you a $15,000 bonus. But based on the videos she put out, it sounds as though she wanted to make a year's worth of work of luxury salary of 100K plus working one day a year. We all would love to do that. Unfortunately, that's not how a capitalist society works. It, and it, well, in creative in creative uh, situations like this, there is a pretty big issue about not knowing the limits of contract writing because it's not mm-hmm. just about the residuals. You can also assign uh, getting a certain amount of money up front and then residuals after they recoup that. There's there's ways right. to incentivize yes. the people you're working for right. to want to do what that that is. And also in the case of Smash Brothers, making sure that the voiceover lines can't leave the game it's in without confronting you with money so right. like it a lot of it is about not knowing because yeah, there's, there's whole books on it that people just don't look at hmm. and then go into creative fields and lose out on so yeah, much right not... and, and that's the thing with like smash brothers i could see her being upset in that case of you're using the voice samples i did 
for another game to be used in this game that now sells 30 million copies and I didn't get anything where I can see where that is a discussion where if she had approached that with a true genuine conversation, people may have looked at and said, you know what? That is wrong by Nintendo. You did deserve something because they are using your voice samples, even if it is archived where maybe in the deal it should have been stated. When this happens, we're going to give you $15,000 for using these samples because in movies, it'd be like Disney. I believe there is a case of they threw in like Hakuna Matata and Toy Story Son of a and bitch. Nathan Lane wasn't aware that was going to happen when they did it. And they went to Disney saying, we never approved of this. And now they get residual checks every time Toy Story is played. Oh. Because technically there's something in the contracts where Disney never stipulated that they have free reign to use that voice work. Whereas like- clearly Nintendo must have that in their games of this is ours. We can use it whenever the hell we want without your approval. For anything in the entertainment industry just like video games, movies, all that. It's a lot of people like to think, oh, this is how it should be. This is what you should get. But it's not show friends, it's show business. And you have to always try and find like the best. You have to fight for your contract and what you're worth, right? You fight for it. It's the best deal you can negotiate for yourself. And that's that's what it is at the end of the day. If you can't come to an agreement, then you don't work on the project. I mean, but we it's all... always fighting for those agreements, whether it's back-end pay, whether it's percentages, stakes, whatever it's going to be, you have to cater that contract and come to an agreement. That is part of the business structure for an individual in the entertainment industry. Literally every person on this panel negotiates contracts, even though even though we don't know anything about business. We all negotiate contracts when a sponsor comes to us because there's different types of sponsors. It's, some are based on CPM. Some are based on how many views you get. Some are an up-flat fee sometimes you might not like that fee so you come back with another fee and then you meet in the middle or sometimes you don't work with them like it's it's just like anything in life and i i just feel like a lot of people on twitter don't fucking live in the real world you might not like it but that's the way it is and you're probably not going to do anything to change it so get with it make the most of it that you can instead of crying about things that you can't control and i think a lot of people understand that as a voice actor You are ultimately a contractor. You are a contract employee. Now you're either part of the union or you're not. If you're not part of the union, your hourly rate is significantly lower than those part of the union. So there's there's a lot of dynamics at play. She went about it horribly. She's part of the union though, and they offered her part of the union, and she offered and she was offered well above the minimum. Yeah, well above the union the union rates as well i I don't know i i I get it but like i get why people are saying some stuff but i don't know if she if if bayonetta deserves more than that then how much does people in super smash brothers deserve three million dollars a pop i mean or like games that sell that's the thing but it's never about what you deserve it's about what you negotiate it's exactly it's about what and jordan we talked about this earlier in terms of like on the you know what you get paid me and sean both did the same thing with shin megami tensei right sean you did a sponsorship which mm-hmm. I'm going I did as well. I did more work than Sean. Sean got paid more. Sean has a bigger channel. He negotiated what he's worth. I did. Hey, I'll take what I'm going to get. I'm not going to sit there and try to take the, like, oh, what? He got more? Whoa, oh, whoa. And try to, you know, like, okay, listen, he got what he got because he negotiated that. I got what I got because I negotiated that based on my stature and based on what I can do. So, I mean, that's just, and I you got to know what you're worth, you know? I, yeah. I always say, I shoot high as fuck, and I'm like, we can, there is wiggle room. 
I give yeah. them a high number, say there's wiggle room, <laughs> and then you're fine. And but I'm not going in there saying I want a hundred grand or I'm not doing it. But you have that leeway because of, of of your status, right? Because because you have hundreds of thousands of subscribers. If once again she had maybe maybe worked in the past eight years on a on a game, maybe she could have got yeah, that. And that's know? the big thing is that if she were an in-demand voice actress in the industry, she could have come in, looked at the fifteen to twenty thousand dollar range and said, you know what, I think I'm worth thirty-five to forty thousand dollars. And it would sound as though, based on the budget that Platinum would have been allocated by Nintendo for the localization, if that was within the budget or if it's something that they could have gone to Nintendo and said, hey, she really wants to come back. She wants to go a little beyond the budget that we have. Nintendo would look and say, you know, she's in demand. She's a great talent. We're going to approve those additional funds. The fact is, she's not in demand. She isn't that big of a name. And... What they did is they showed her, you're expendable. We can replace you at a drop of the hat, and we did. We did a courtesy of offering you a cameo appearance. You rejected it. You went to Twitter. You lied about the situation. It's, it boils down to that simple. Okay. Uh, real quick, it, it does look like Bandit 3 sales jumped pretty well from just some of the limited stats that we have now. So we'll see how this does in the grand scheme of things with the entire series. I think most are expecting it to be the best selling one. I am curious though, very quickly before we wrap up here, what's everyone's thoughts on the Metacritic prediction for this since, uh, I mean, next time we get together for the podcast, the game will be out next by next weekend. So I'll go last. Okay. 90, I'm going to go 90. I'm shooting for 91. I got 91 on it. Jordan. Uh, Jordan. Nate. Uh, Nate, 95, you said? 85. 85. 85. Okay. Okay. Nate? Okay. Um, 87. Okay. Oh, wow. You went higher than I thought. What do you got? What do you got, Evan? I don't care. It's somewhere, okay. in, somewhere in the eighty, <laughs> somewhere in the Four. 80s, but not with a lot of reviews. So it's like, it'll seem great, but at the same time, not a lot of reviewers. So it's like, eh. I'm going with 83. Wow. I was thinking around 83 myself because of the VGC 2 out of 5 on Plague Tale. Oh, no. Setting performance issues. And I was trying to think, I'm like, if this game has some frame drops that are. I don't know. You guys know the full game's out there, right? Yes. And people. Okay. <laughs> and I'm wondering how people, if they're going to overlook some of the drops or if they're going to forgive it and they're going to forgive it or they're going to be harsher on it. And that's why I'm coming in at about like an 87. I think a lot are going to forgive performance and not be as harsh on the game as they would be on the Going uh, 91, and I think the showdown at the end of the year is going to be Horizon, Bayonetta, Elden Ring, and God of War. No strikers? What? <laughs> strikers? <laughs> oh. What oh. about your, uh, the, uh, the Star Ocean game you keep talking about? Oh, uh, yeah. What about do we have we have to do a Metacritic prediction for that one? Oh my gosh! Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> let's, let's. I don't know, but the Metacritic's this. obviously fucked up because they gave Ghostbuster Spirits Unleashed. The oh gosh! Okay, <laughs> we're done here. Let me go through the final. <laughs> let Sean have his rant on Ghostbusters. It's it's already after. It's already in overtime. He has his after show. He has ten minutes. The Uncharted the Uncharted Wolf says thoughts on Final Fantasy sixteen trailer. I think it looks incredible. I am ready for next summer. Absolutely. Geeky Gaming Family TV says Dragon Ball Z HD Collection Versal Cover Art is amazing. It is really cool. That's the normal one. Ew. That is Reversal Cover Art. Ew, mm. Super Saiyan 4. No, no, but uh, this, that reversible one looks better, I think. Cool That's stuff, Goku I don't know. Which one's the one where Goku's like turning his neck all the way like around like an owl? That's my favorite box art. I forgot what? which one that is, though. 
I don't I don't know which one that is. Is that a Budokai or is that yeah, like a something Xenoverse? on the Xbox 360? I think it's uh, Budokai Tenchai E2. Oh wow. Okay. So Chris says <laughs> Chris Remember the remember the Connect Dragon Ball game? I shoot commandments. Try to forget about that. Chris <laughs> says sending positive vibes to the entire spawncast crew. Thank you all for your hard work and content. And I also saw, just want to make sure I get them in here. Minato Mario, I believe. Anyway, Minato Mario says OG and RGT speaks the truth. Keep up the good work, Spawncast. And funny, there's many still thinks that 15 to 20K is still too low. And I believe that is calling it now. This is Oni says calling it now. Bayonetta 4 voiced by Alexa. <laughs> but who voices Alexa? Oh, Lotan says, keep up the good work, y'all. Morning from Tel Aviv. Hmm. Wow. And I believe that's everyone there. Sean will have his after show. He's probably even setting it up right now. Sean, I'll, I'll let you close out so you can uh, so you can direct people. OJ, where can everyone find you? I can find me right here on YouTube, Player Essence. Got a cool video dropping uh, tomorrow. Just did a video on Mario plus Rabbids. Got a cool video dropping uh, tomorrow about some different things, about Bayonetta and stuff. Uh, so if you're interested in that, check it out. Got a bunch of RPG videos, of course, dropping throughout the week. Persona 5 and a lot of cool stuff. Live stream pretty much every day or five or six days out of the week. So if you like live streams, you like edited RPG content, Nintendo content, um there and I'm, i want to talk about final fantasy 16 i just dropped the video on that so yeah a lot of cool stuff so thank you for having me on i appreciate it player essence on youtube when make sure you check everyone out RPG in the g content that's news to me <laughs> all the all the links for people's uh channels are of course down in the description let me go over here to jordan jordan where can i find you uh you can find me on either uh jordan fringe or jordan fringe gaming i put out a video on jordan fringe gaming this week talking about the wario land series and more specifically wario land shake it on the wii and uh why it's one of the uh the best uh platformers out there uh so yeah or side scroller platform but yeah check that video out if you're interested thanks for uh having me on okay let me go over i'm gonna go over to evan uh, you can find me up into the wee hours of night complaining in my own head that I completely mixed up Vampire Survivors and V Rising. Other than that, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Kimmerix Project if I go to stream or anything. I'll usually post it there. Also, Evan does have the... He's doing work, actually, on the 300, Spawncast 300 shirt. I think it's going to be really oh, cool. We, we did a secret art stream on Friday. Two oh, people came. Way. It was great. <laughs> Doesn't hey, sound very secretive. Check, check him people. out there because he's uh he's he's working on the 300 spawncast shirt. It's gonna be really cool. And let me go over here to Nate, who I assume is watching the Phillies here because they're about to close out this game. Go ahead, no, Nate. I don't give a damn about the Phillies. Don't you? No. Go ahead, no, Nate. I don't. You can find me on YouTube at Nate the Hate MVG, and I have a podcast up right now where we talk about the Silent Hill mm. event as well as what's next for Konami. We also talk a bit about Hideo Kojima because somebody asked the question of whether or not Kojima is overrated, and we kind of discussed that at length. Yes, he does need right, a well, filter. Well, Nate, good news: the Phillies took three, a three to one lead now. I don't they just give won. a damn about uh, the Phillies. I mean, the Yankees going to be out. You need someone to cheer for. Come on board. Get hop no. on board the Phillies bandwagon. You fired Joe Girardi. Grab your coffee, milk, yeah, and, and look just what enjoy happened. It. They're about to be in the World Series. Joe Girardi built this team. Yankee ingenuity. Uh, and Sean, where can everyone find you? Where are we heading? What's going on? Heading to the after show, RGT Live 85 is the channel name for some reason. I put it in the chat. Come hang out. It's a okay. debauchery show. Go hang out. Should be fun. Debauchery. Thanks to everyone for joining us on the Spawncast. We'll be back next.
Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time with a hey, band of the three being out. And yes, I know Star Ocean will be there, too. Exciting stuff. Hell yeah, we'll see Nobody you guys then. Cares. I'm going to make 15K in about can you pay me three hours.